0: Hello. Good morning. Good morning.
1: You ready for some football today?
0: <clears throat> is there a football game on today?
1: What do you mean is there a football game on today?
0: I thought isn't it ba- I thought it was basketball season.
1: Well, it is basketball season, college basketball. Yeah. But it's football. We're getting close to the Super Bowl.
0: Ah, fantastic. Big parties can make uh, some uh, guacamole.
1: There you go. Where are some, you? Where are you going to be for the Super Bowl?
0: Have some beers. Do some PBRs in the uh, parking lot.
1: PBRs. <laughs> is that a dirty term?
0: <laughs> no, that's what the that's the beer that hipsters kids drink, isn't it? Or do they not drink that anymore?
1: What is a PBR?
0: pabst blue ribbon blue
1: Ribbon. oh wow that's old school
0: yeah that's what they're into or that's what they were into about 10 years ago <laughs> not <laughs> that's 10 years you, right?
1: ago it's more like 30 no 30 years
0: ago old people drank it 10 years ago the hipsters drank it
1: really it, yeah. came, ba- it came back as a hipster drink
0: yeah big time how do
1: you know this do you go undercover bro. as a hipster
0: <laughs> bro i'm I'm in. I'm in touch with the the youth of today. Are you kidding me?
1: You're a hipster. You're
0: kidding me? I am not a hipster.
1: A pretentious hipster. Old man. Hipster. <laughs> <An> old man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a, whatever it's called. A
1: but you at least you head. at least know the lingo, and you know that PBR is Pabst Blue Ribbon.
0: I do know that.
1: Because back in my day, nobody called it. PBR. PBR?
0: No, he did not.
1: No, it was past blue the drink ribbon. That,
0: that was the drink that old people drank.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, the drink that was um, blue velvet, right? That's what was his name I don't remember. Drank? I,
0: was, I haven't seen that in a long Dennis time. Dennis Hopper.
1: Yeah, he was always sucking drink oxygen and dr- or, or helium. I don't remember what he was <laughs> yeah. doing, but he was drink past yeah. blue ribbon.
0: That's right. Maybe that's that must be where it all started. The hipsters started that. watching that, yeah, and they said, "Oh, so that, like, oh, we gotta be cool like that. Let's start sucking helium and
1: mm-hmm. drinking
0: some PBRs, brah."
1: That's right, brah.
0: <laughs> I remember, P, like PBR is like if you go to a friend's house and go down to their basement, and their and the dad is sitting there on an old couch, like watching TV, watching an old little TV, he'll, he'll drink a PBR. Black and
1: white TV. Uh, and, black smoking. And, white
0: and smoking. With, a, di- smoke, with a dial
1: with an old antenna.
0: Yeah, with the, adjusting the antenna and complaining. <clears throat> that
1: wouldn't even work anymore.
0: The antenna? No. No, it wouldn't. Well, yeah, you'd have to upgrade to an HD antenna.
1: Yeah, that's some bullshit. But it wouldn't work on the old TV, would it?
0: Uh, you, Well, you'd have to get an adapter box, I believe.
1: That's so, sad.
0: I think you might actually be able to use the old antenna with an adapter box. I'm going to say that's possible.
1: An old antenna? Yeah. I thought you had to have an HD antenna. I'm going to say it I don't even think the receipt of the transmission would be possible. Like, you have like channel five dash one dash two dash three, all that yeah. weird stuff on the new one. You wouldn't be able to get it on the on the yeah, old. Yeah, probably not.
0: You wouldn't get that frequency. Well, I, I don't even I think, think
1: you'd get the primary.
0: I think if you have an HD antenna hooked up to a box that translates it, it'll work on an old TV.
1: Oh, so you buy a, like some third-party adapter. Yeah, well, because remember when,
0: when uh, we first made the switch over to HD, that was like a big thing because people still had their old TVs, so they had to bring out these boxes. I think they actually gave them out for free or something at one point. Like the government, you could get them from the government for free. Ah. Uh,
1: now they're That's not free. Old... Now they're like $700.
0: Yeah, and now they're like, just buy a new TV.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> a lot easier.
1: But what if you sure. want that retro TV?
0: <clears throat> there is something nostalgic about that old TV, like, because you like playing old Atari games on it.
1: Or you like to turn the dial, like, channel 5, channel 6, channel 7. <gasps> tick, 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 tick.
0: I remember that. And then we used to have like a black and white TV. You had the channel adjustment, but then there was like another dial like under that that you could rotate to like fine tune it. Yeah. Get it to come in clear. <laughs> Try and get it to come in clear.
1: That's right. Those were the days, man.
0: The dark days.
1: I should write some like fiction where we go back to that time. And the millennials and all the young kids just break down like they just can't cope. They can't
0: cope. <laughs> oh, you mean like all of society goes back to?
1: Yeah, it goes back to like the 70s. Well,
0: you could recreate that with just a breakdown <laughs> of technology, right? I, it, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, but, it, but more fun, I don't yeah. think
1: anybody's explored it without doing like a time thing. Like, if there was just some weird anomaly that happened, and we were back in... We were still the same age, so same we, we went back to, yeah, like, old technology. It's an
0: earlier time zone, or time mm. period. What do you think, Would just technology go, or we could just no, jump no, back? No, no, I'm talking
1: about, like, newspapers. You, you'd be back to printed comics, like, ruling the, yeah. the Earth. So, so we wake up, and all of a sudden we look into this...
0: 1978 and we're like what the fuck yeah. why do the clock say 1978 <laughs> why is my computer now but, er, but everything
1: but everything that's like technologically today is gone like just mysteriously gone so like your computer would be gone but maybe your commodore 64 wouldn't be
0: right i'd be like my room is almost empty except for my old comics are still here for some reason
1: <laughs> yeah our jobs would be gone <laughs> My job is gone. <laughs> my
0: company is... Well, it does say it'll still exist. I don't know if it exists in America, but... <laughs> <laughs> my company does still exist.
1: Mine does too, but I don't know... <laughs> I don't know what I'd be doing. Yeah, they're not going to let me in the door. <laughs> it's an interesting thing. Like, it would be... It would be...
0: Crazy. Yeah, it'd be weird, because I'm looking around my room right now... And all I would have was there'd be some com there'd be all my old comics. There'd be some old toys.
1: (laughs) Right, and Daryl's like sitting in a room with nothing. Like he he basically (laughs) Daryl's like I have a couch and a dog, and that's it. Like there's nothing else in the house besides food. That would be crazy. We're wiping technology off the map. We're going back to the seventies. I know, but we'd have to have an old TV. None of our TVs would work. Mm, you would
0: have to. Suddenly, no, the old
1: TV. because we only have one in the basement, and that's like from the, that's like from the 2000s, with the VCR and the thing in it.
0: But if it has old technology, would it work? Like if it's not a, if it's a like a. Oh, you mean the TV, TV part,
1: the TV part of it working, but not the. VC VCR aspect maybe
0: it depends what year we went back to well
1: that we have one TV in the house that's old that has a VCR on it Wow. but the VCR would not be legit because we're going back to the 70s there's no VCR so that technology is just we 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 said the thing would just vanish like all current
2: yeah,
1: so like all yeah, my DVD all, my, all my dvds would be gone but so, my 8 track player in the basement would still work <laughs> and i still have the 8 tracks
0: yep you mean and that stuff would be very valuable and too. the
1: am fm radio everything else is gone like it's gone Do you have anything in your house that you would be able to entertain yourself with? I only have my eight-track player in the basement. That's it. That's it.
0: Music, music-wise, yeah, I probably got some records that are that old. Well, what about records? Like, would would I keep all records? No records. Records just the ones
1: before nineteen seventy-eight. No records would exist.
0: So if it ever existed before, it's a a technology thing, but it's
1: not a. So the comic would all stay. All day. The comics would all stay. And the records, so like if you had a Van Halen... Uh, but all my CDs 19... would be gone. Yeah. CDs would be just vanished. What a cool concept. That wouldn't be that bad. Nobody's thought of this shit. <laughs> no, but I think that'd be... Everybody's like crypto like would be gone like it doesn't exist. Yeah, but, well you don't but, have to go but, back to but, but your the bank your your bank account would exactly. still exist. You just couldn't access it through the computer.
0: Right, it would be old school bank paper banking.
1: Oh, we still have a checkbook, so we'd be okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, checkbook. That's how and you Credit get money. cards
1: What year did credit cards come in?
0: That's a good question. I have no idea they had, I was they a kid. had to
1: they had to be around in the seventies, like American Express I know was yeah, I don't know I'm if guessing. they were as prevalent <clears throat> My mom would be in paradise. I mean no computer like she would just have to go to the bank and pay things and I guess it's bad, though, from a medical perspective, because all the technology that we'd advanced in is gone.
0: Yeah, the doctors still know how to do everything, but they don't have any equipment to do it. Right. It'd be better, though, because they know more. So it wouldn't be as bad as it was. We'd eventually figure out how to treat stuff. Eventually. What about, like, cars? Would only, like old cars that don't use computers work
1: yeah our cars would be gone like we only have two two vehicles and they'd be gone like they yeah, couldn't, they couldn't work him. they're still gas ridden but you couldn't ride them they'd be all they're all digital and electronically controlled you're yeah. totally gone do you have anything that would survive do you have a car i don't have any 70s? old cars no so, so your cars just vanished. You can't we get from bikes. point A. You got point... bikes. Shit, I don't even know if we have bikes. Did we get rid? Do we still have a bike in there? <laughs> I don't know if we got rid of them. So
0: you're just walk. You're walking.
1: No, we don't have bikes anymore. So we have to walk.
0: Gotta walk everywhere.
1: Yeah. This is a crazy idea.
0: Suddenly, the houses that are close to, like, stores become the most valuable.
1: No social media. You know, if yeah. you want to bully, nice. you have to bully. You just have to be out on the corner of the street.
0: Yeah, the in-person with your bullies little switch, are excited.
1: Switchblade and, yeah, they're like, I'll bust you up. Because they can still do that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they don't have to do psychological warfare. and Well, they could still do psychological warfare. It's just... People, to be are gonna be,
0: people are going to be out of the house again. Like, it I'm has to be in person
1: or you have to pick up your rotary phone. And we have no phone because I don't have a rotary phone in this house anymore. Oh, shit, I do. I do. I have one in the basement. Would
0: it have, have to be a rotary phone? It'd have to Yeah, be. I guess it would. Yeah, it definitely can not be cordless. 70, yeah, 78 was definitely... Let me think where I gotta think where I was in 1978. Okay, that's right. We just moved into a new house in Canada. We moved out to the farm area, farmlands of Canada.
1: So you'd be able to do farming.
0: Yeah, we could. We yeah, we'd be. there's was a the general store. We we had to walk to the general store to get our mail anyway, or not walk but drive we'd go to the general store to get our mail so
1: uh, somebody's going to steal our fucking idea i just know it and it's going to be like a best fucking seller
0: i'm sure there's been some similar concepts
1: uh no there's only been concepts where people have gone know. back in time
0: you know, out of they all have, of the things there ever has written, not been no, know, no, everything
1: been every novel and everything that's ever been written nobody's ever like wiped out technology to a given point Nobody. This Maybe is a Geek, Geek Brunch first. There's been a lot by Geek Brunch twenty twenty three. But
0: what's the difference between that and a story where just all technology dies?
1: That's it's, been done it's different. How? It's different because you you are you're, you're winding back technology to a certain point in the seventies.
0: Yeah, but you could just have an EMP wipe out all well, so like the to.
1: people with classic cars, you know, <laughs> the people that park their cars and do the car shows, they'd still be okay. They'd have a car.
0: Yeah, but, but there'd mean, be no we, fucking we
1: just... gas pumps to pump the gas.
0: Yeah, they would. We had gas pumps back then.
1: We did, so... but we don't. They're all digital now.
0: Yeah.
1: And credit card go... pay.
0: You can find some. There's still some old gas stations. Yeah, we'd have to drive in
1: between cities like in the middle of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> with a population yeah. of 15.
0: Yeah, find a gas station.
1: <clears throat> ah, This is such a great idea. But we
0: just, we just read a comic where electronics stopped working and people, they had to use that old van or whatever because it didn't have any computers in it.
1: That was an EMP. Yeah. That's not the same.
0: Same result practically. It's very similar.
1: You're poo-pooing on my idea.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying I believe I know I
1: know I know it's subtle, but it's a subtle
0: it's, difference.
1: It's very subtle. But I think that kids today would freak the fuck out. Like they would just they wouldn't know what to do.
0: True. I think we wouldn't know what to do either.
1: I I would What are you gonna do? I'd start eating people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's the one worry is like we people could just adapt and society could be fine. But you know before that happens, people are just gonna go crazy and start killing each other in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> It's unfortunate. you like, man, Mike just ran out and started eating people, and then he just got killed, beaten to death in the street. <laughs> by the bully
1: <laughs> that's on the corner.
0: He should have, he yeah, by all the bullies. He should have just stayed home and listened to A Track tapes and read his comics. That's right. He would have been happy. But no, he had to go eat people. <laughs> he had to go start eating people.
1: I don't know. I think I got an idea from the creator of the guesser. I don't know
0: if you'd be able to get money out of the bank, though, because it's going to take them a while to figure out. I guess they had to it somehow in 1978, right? They must have had some computing.
1: They probably had a COBOL computer.
0: Yeah, they had... Yeah.
1: It wasn't linked to Well, it had to be linked up to some hub.
0: Yeah, they like just had like. And they just had like VAX terminals.
1: <laughs> I mean, they just started to change COBOL around the year 2000.
0: What do they call it? Mainframe, right? Is that what. Yeah. It was back then?
1: IBM mainframe. Mainframe.
0: Yeah. should be able to still get money. They'd have to figure out how to use that old system. They'd be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, no, but, where... no,
1: There'd be very few people alive that would know what to do programmatically.
0: Man, some of the old retired programmers are going to be like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Step aside, child. Let me sit down to this terminal and I'll show you <laughs> how it's done.
1: Yeah. Get out of the way, you sons of bitches. I take care <laughs> of this shit.
0: Well, the Cobalt Masters back in the day.
1: Well, Fortran was still around. I remember learning Fortran 77, so yeah, it dep- just a, depends what I had what a year. Fortran
0: class in college.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'd be able to do Fortran and BASIC. <laughs> BASIC was around. I knew BASIC.
0: I was just telling my son about BASIC the other day, or yesterday. Because I was telling him, because he was talking about, he's making a, a game, so he's learning all this stuff, and he's telling me about it. And, I, and then I was saying, you know, but back when I was your age, I didn't know any of this stuff. And I was like, wait, actually I did, because we had a Commodore 64. And he's like, what's a Commodore 64?
1: <laughs> and then did you Google it and show him? No, I just told him about it. No, you should have Googled and showed him. Uh-huh. You all, and then you could have Googled one of the technology. Commodore 6. I'm sure there's an image of a Commodore 64 magazine that was a programmer's guide.
0: Yeah, I did tell them about that's that. That's what said, you
1: subscribed to.
0: Yeah, we used to get, if we wanted to program, we had to, we got a magazine that had. And you like,
1: retyped it from scratch. Codes. Yeah, it had programs <laughs> in it. But you
0: just retyped it on your computer.
1: <laughs> It'd be I'm a like, whole what? fucking magazine <laughs> with many, many pages. <laughs> and you'd retype it in. Yep. You could change it once you understood it, but I'd always type it in as is and then change right. it. Yep. i say, look <laughs> at me. I could code. <laughs>
0: look, what I did it. I made a program.
1: Yeah. It's a game. It, bad-ass and it does all kinds of different things. It's got like five more else ifs. <laughs> they didn't think of that. You have more choices to choose from. <laughs> Back in the day,
0: there was a lot of go-tos.
1: Yeah. That's bad programming.
0: It's really That's bad. called
1: spaghetti code. It's <laughs> <Just> jumping around. <laughs> yeah, those were the days.
0: Somehow we evolved into old people who are reminiscing about their childhood <laughs> <laughs> and complaining about social media.
1: Yeah, I use social media on the daily, but I, I I think I'd be fine without it. We wouldn't be able to podcast for sure.
0: No, because we couldn't record or distribute it, or no one could
1: listen to it. <laughs> We'd have to like fly to the location and do a reel-to-reel recording, which you our patreons to... still get.
0: We'd have to – we could have a fanzine that comes with a cassette tape.
1: We could, like, type all our our interactions over the phone, and then they could buy the magazine and then type it all in to their computer.
0: I'm sure we could figure out – I'm sure even back in 78, there was a cassette recording device you could hook up to your phone –
1: it's probably like seven million dollars conversations.
0: <laughs> eh, seventy-eight. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. I mean, it would be a couple hundred. Hon-
1: I don't know if we had a voice recording, phone call recording device until the eighties. At my house, personally, I know we had a landline with a long cord. In the of course kitchen. You had a, line, line. and then there was a phone in my mom's room, and that was the only two phones later as time went on. all the rooms had a phone but but there was just one in the kitchen with a really long it was it was like hanging from the wall with the long phone cord
0: yeah I remember I remember sometimes you if you went ours was in the kitchen and if you went in the kitchen and someone was on the phone, they'd typically be have the phone cords stretched out so you'd have to like walk around the phone cord under the phone cord to get to the refrigerator and stuff
1: yeah you'd have to do the limbo around yeah. the phone cord
0: there's some really long phone cords back in the day <laughs> before the uh, wireless
1: yeah, the, the only people that would have like really working stuff are the ones that are like tech techno collectors. Because cause now that I think about it, everything in my house wouldn't work except for that 8-track player. That's it. I'd have AM, yeah. FM, FM radio and the 8-track player. And then everything else vanished, so just the fact that it has attached to a CD player, it's gone. Like, it's, even if it ha- it doesn't keep the AM-FM part, it's gone. All I have is that.
0: Yeah, th- th- there's going to be a fine line as to what works and what doesn't work, because, like, think about, like, a refrigerator. There's got to be some a chip somewhere in it that's the brains of the of the refrigerator right does that stop working so your whole refrigerator stops working
1: all my refrigerators would not work
0: so only if you had a really old school refrigerator down in your basement from well, the, 70s I, the free the work.
1: freezer in the in my garage might still work
0: yeah my freezer in the basement would work because that's like just like basic dumb, basic
1: man. dumb no computer chip just, just dial set on the off, temperature yeah. on off that would one be switch it
0: on or off <laughs> cooling yeah, so or not it'd be, cooling. it
1: would be way more complicated with it, now that you threw that curve in because like your your food would just fucking fall to the floor
0: you'd have to you'd have to well you can use your freezer and just like if you wanted it for fresh stuff turn it down all the way you got to decide which is more valuable frozen stuff or Probably frozen stuff is more valuable. You just have to freeze everything.
1: But microwaves weren't around.
0: Although, let's face facts. If uh, if if this is really the situation, then the places we get our power from aren't going to be giving us power anymore anyway. Oh yeah, because they're, diff- they're
1: all different. Yeah. <laughs> so. We so don't now have we're power. now <laughs> now we're back to the now we're now we're back to the EMP thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean we're back to a situation where where we've read about.
0: I think it'd be, be I think it's a cooler idea if we just like jump back to exactly how everything was in 1978.
1: It would be something though like uh, you'd it, it would have to be like ri- the rules would have to be written in some kind of demon's book like death note where A demon writes, well, only this will be allowed from 1978. But then if you do this, then this could happen. You may be able to keep your refrigerator or your fridge. I don't know. You could make all kinds of stupid rules.
0: Yeah. If there's there's an intelligence behind it, then that intelligence can do whatever it wants. So anything goes at that point. Yeah. So they could say, okay, the power stays on.
1: I did watch that Death Note movie, and I loved it, man. I thought it was fantastic.
0: Yeah, I've never... uh, I've always known about Death Note, but I don't think I've ever read or watched any Death Note.
1: I never read Death Note, and I tried to watch the anime after I finished the movie, and I didn't want to watch it. I watched the first episode, and I like, I can't take it. So...
0: Is the movie anime or live no, action? No, it's live
1: action. It's a Netflix original.
0: Oh, is it new? Uh,
1: or, I think it was from 2019.
0: Am I, am I just forgetting about it? Yeah, I guess I'm yeah, just, just forgetting, forgetting about done. it.
1: I didn't... I don't know why I, I started watching it. I just saw just it come up. up and uh, yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm into the manga now a little bit. Let me try... It, well, well, I loved... Uh, absolutely loved... Uh, what what is that thing called? Cowboy Bebop, live mm-hmm. action. Yeah. Like I I love that show. I thought it was fucking amazing, and I didn't like the cartoon because then I went back and I tried to watch the cartoon and I couldn't do it. So I was like, huh? I wonder, I wonder if I'm the audience that this is made for. Oh the. Uh... <gasps> trying to americanize
0: yeah the, the modern versions of these
1: well trying the, to uh, take the original like thing and just
0: the live action say well
1: yeah what would uh, an american audience want to see
0: yeah and also how
1: would it work in in real life yeah
0: instead but of a fantasy world
1: the death note there's like this demon, like Raku, I, th- I can't remember what his name is. But
0: yeah, I think it's something like that.
1: His book drops out of the sky, and a kid called Light picks it up. And it has all these, like the first part of the book is just a bunch of rules. Like you could do this, mm-hmm. you could do that. Um, and then you write names in the back half on the blank pages, and those people will die in whatever manner. you. If you just write their name, they'll have a heart attack. But if you write their name and say how they're gonna die, then they'll they'll die, they'll that, die way. that way, yeah. And there's all kinds of rules and timings that make things a little complicated. Like, sure, uh, that, that there's ways out of, of certain things, but it complicates things. And uh, light is the like I, I even like the the way they changed the anime or maybe the manga um, is he, he was the son of a cop. So he had access to like some data around the house about criminals and stuff. So he decides, well, I'm going to take out the bad elements, you know, Mm -hmm. and he starts killing them. And then he starts killing them with a name called Kira. Like, so he can claim credit for it, which is like a god. And then they have like this weird, bizarre detective that eats all this sugar. Like that's so like Japanese. Like he's always like just... And and he never shows his face. Because one of the things you have to do to kill somebody in the book is you have to know the image of the person you're going to kill. And then you have to know what their full name is. And they can't ever target this detective because they can't see his full face. And they don't even know his name. So they can't target him. But it's it's a good... I liked it a lot. I thought it was great.
0: i yeah, will have to watch that. I totally forgot it even existed. But now that you mentioned it, I think I do remember when it came out. Yeah, and I like that it's just a movie because then it's quick. <laughs> it's not a big commitment.
1: And then then I I watched a couple of zombie movies. I watched uh, Valley of the Dead. I think this was from Spain. It was uh, of course I have the English dub on it, but which is oh. the stuff you hate. But uh, I hate that. it it was kind of funny <laughs> and it was entertaining, but it happens in World War Two. And the Nazis are, are it's kind of like the comic book that we're reading in Sergeant Rock. You know, they develop a, uh a, a chemical that could turn the dead to to life, and then they launch the dead on the Allies, so the, they'll wipe out big towns and stuff like that. But uh, it was it was pretty good. I liked it. I thought it was pretty entertaining. And then uh, I watched a day, a dawn a day of the dead. Um, movie called blood something or another it was sort of like the one that uh George Romero did
2: mm-hmm.
1: but uh same concept because in that day of the dead they had like they were inside the in, inside of one of the military mountains and they had captured a zombie and he had like intelligence and his name was bub or something like that Bud. It was either Bud or Bub. I can't remember what his name was, but he had like intelligence. Uh, well, I can't
0: remember. I think it Yeah. Bub. Like <laughs> God, it's been so long since I watched those.
1: But uh, this this one had the same thing, except it was more contemporary.
0: So is it a not remake different. or? No,
1: it's more of a. I'm gonna keep the concept there, but the story's different.
0: Okay. Who was it? Not. It's not Romero at all.
1: Uh no, it's called Day of the Dead Bloodline from 2017. Hmm. It was on Netflix. All of these were on Netflix. This yeah. one was about this girl in medical school, who there was this guy that would always go get his blood drawn by her, like as she was in medical school, and he was gonna rape her and attack her, and the day, the the night that he. Uh, is gonna rape her. The zombie outbreak happens, and he gets bit by a zombie, but he somehow keeps his intelligence, and he he's just like sexually obsessed with her still. So he's like a zombie that has intelligence, and 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 he might be have the cure to cure the disease because he he, he can think and talk and do stuff. And so she wants to trap it. I think him I might
0: have seen this movie,
1: The Bloodline. Yeah. Maybe it was twenty seventeen.
0: Yeah, I think I might have. I forgot about that. <clears throat> makes sense that I would have seen it. Yeah. I don't remember much about it though, but the the concept of that woman sounds familiar.
1: Yeah, it was pretty good. And then I watched The Last Blockbuster, which was a documentary.
0: Oh, yeah, I want to see that one. Was it any good?
1: Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I don't know if they're still around, but I, I I would be interested to check. And that led me to watch the, the new comedy series, Blockbuster. So I, I'm watching that right now.
0: Is that on Hulu?
1: That's on Netflix. Both of them are on Netflix. Oh, is it? Yeah.
0: Need add that to my list.
1: Yeah, the last blockbuster led me to watch blockbuster mostly because uh, I think his name is J B Smoove is in yeah. it, and I I I love that guy a, a lot. Like he's one yeah, of he's my on
0: favorite. your other show.
1: So he's on that Larry David show. <laughs> yeah. So I like I love I love him as an actor. So I am I I'm watching this one. It's canceled already, but. It's 10 episodes, so we'll see what, what happens. It's it's pretty good. It started it's off kind of bad. Now? It's the last... It's it's based on the kind of like the documentary. Okay. Like, they're the last blockbuster store. So it just takes place in
0: Like a sitcom at the... Yeah, but a different location.
1: Like, this one's in Detroit, and that one's like in Idaho, or I can't remember. It's like some... Iowa. Yeah. Some place that's... Very remote, and people still want to have videos.
0: <laughs> people still want to rent stuff.
1: Well, it says they're like techno that they're um, a, an older town that is moving slow, like 10 years behind current, you know, stuff.
0: Yeah, so I mean, don't, if you like, don't internet. modernize
1: stuff and crappy internet. Yeah
0: can't stream anything then you're gonna need, need a blockbuster
1: but it's really interesting like the demise of block how, how blockbuster went like
2: yeah
0: it
1: wasn't all netflix because they act netflix tried to sell to them so they, they it was a lot of other stuff
0: yeah it'd be interesting to see the the b- business side of it
1: but, well they they had a, a they were going head to head with the the mail vid, you know mailing the DVDs just like Netflix. Mm-hmm. They had about half the market share doing their own thing. So it things just didn't go well with their whoever was running the company like he 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 drove it into the ground. If he had done stuff with oh, it the case. they might still be around today and Netflix might not be around.
0: Yeah, they they there's no reason they couldn't have been gone to streaming
1: because they had more assets. That having more assets though was kind of a liability. But um, yeah, it's it, it's interesting because uh, even when Netflix went to streaming, it took me a while to go to it. Like I I was still getting the DVDs in the mail.
0: Yeah, I remember the. Uh the transition between the two I never got the the DVDs eh. actually that's not true because I, I, we did it for a little bit I think we did it like just before they started the streaming and then just switched to the streaming that was a big th- I remember that was a big thing back in the day people were very excited about getting their DVDs in the mail.
1: Yeah, I liked it. And then you'd return it, and then you'd get another DVD that was in your queue. At least if it was avail- the next one that was yeah, available. Yeah, the next one available. In yeah. Queue.
0: yeah. People had long queues. It all got deleted, I think.
1: Yeah. So I, yeah, I've watched a lot of a lot of Netflix. I'm still watching The Boys season three with Barb, so that one's kind of going through slow but it's pretty crazy in season three like they they push some themes that I think are like borderline X
0: <laughs> yeah well I know that was the, the whole intent of the series or the comic right was it yeah outrageous super power people. I haven't started watching The Boys, and I've only read a little bit of The Boys.
1: I've only read a little bit of The Boys, too. I I read the first. When it came from Wildstorm, I read it, and then I read some when it was at Dynamite. But I haven't read the whole thing.
0: I don't even know what I own of that series. There's a lot of issues.
1: Yeah, there is.
0: I I I remember
1: when it was controversial because it was with Wildstorm, and it got so. Yeah, that's kind of heated. That DC says we can't have this. It's worse than Vertigo. (laughs) We can't. We can't do this. That's when Dynamite picked it up.
0: I'm missing a bunch of issues. I am too. Actually, I'm not missing too many in the first fifty. I could fill in those holes if I wanted to. What have I been watching? We did go see a movie yesterday.
1: What'd you go see? Avatar? Saw Avatar with my sons. And what what, what, what do you think? We liked it. Well, that's good.
0: It was uh we saw the 3D version. We enjoyed it. It was uh it looked amazing as expected.
1: Was it yeah. uh did you see the first one?
0: Yeah, we saw the first one. Okay. Yeah, I actually took them to the 3D version when it came into the theaters a couple of months ago.
1: I was trying to get Barb to go to it, but she doesn't. She hadn't seen the first one, so um, I did see the first one. For some reason, she didn't want to see it, and uh, I went to go see it by myself. Yeah. And I saw it in 3D on the IMAX, and I was like, "Wow, this is pretty good," especially vis- visually. Like it was. There's only two movies that I ever saw in the IMAX 3D that I thought were like worth it, like yeah. that made made a difference, and uh, it was Avatar and Speed Racer. Um, okay, yeah, th- those are the only two that I ever watched and said, "Oh, it's I w- it was worth that extra ten bucks or whatever the hell it was to watch it on the IMAX."
0: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I could see Speed Racer being that way because. Just the
1: visuals.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would say if you like the first Avatar, you'll like this one. I think I like this one a little bit better. Visually or story-wise? Or both? Uh, Visually and character-wise. I like some of the new characters. Story-wise, it's pretty similar to the first one.
1: Yeah.
0: If not almost identical. <laughs> well,
1: Dances with Wolves. Guess,
0: it's still about the bad humans coming to the. trying to take over this planet and kill all the natives.
1: Yeah. Did you get popcorn? Yeah.
2: Ah.
0: It was interesting at our theater, they. They haven't started doing the free refills yet. Yeah, but they reduced their prices because of that. Well, that's good. So the popcorn was cheaper, but you can't can't get refills. Yeah. Which I'm which I'm like, eh, I guess that's fair.
1: We used to only be able to get one. Like the popcorn box would have a little sticker on it, and yeah, it yeah has a little tab, tab the tab, and they'd rip it off. If, yeah. Sometimes they forget to rip the tab off and then we come back and fill Ooh, it back up.
0: Get another one. Yeah. Fancy. Oh, I, You know, <laughs> my system was always we'd eat one thing of popcorn and then get a, a new one on the way out and then I would take it home and freeze it.
1: Oh, that's weird.
0: <laughs> then you can have movie popcorn whenever you want. <laughs> Fresh from the freezer. I can't do that now. Oh, we
1: did we did what you're not supposed to do, but we we would take the popcorn bucket home and then take it with us to the next movie and refill it. No, oh, so you would We would uh... buy it every other time. Oh. <laughs>
0: how do you sneak how do you sneak the bucket in?
1: We never had or you just carry it? Well, the only we just carried it in. Nobody ever said a damn word. <laughs> because the the only reason we did it is because we saw everybody in front of us doing it, like entering the movie the oh, the door the, the doors with their pop- popcorn bucket. The popcorn bucket. And I I think the the movie theater caught on eventually because you would buy just you you just buy the bucket then. Like the refillable bucket.
0: Oh, the ref- oh, that's why they started the And then refillable you pay bucket. like two
1: bucks and they like yeah. a real cheap price and they'll fill the, the tub right. for you. Yeah.
0: So are they not doing that anymore?
1: No, not since Covid. I haven't seen the refillable buckets. Yeah. You just, just I think they did the same thing that that you said.
0: What if you so if you have one of those refillable buckets, or is it just good for a year? Were there like yearly buckets?
1: There were, just, there were yearly buckets. Okay. Yeah. So you might have been hosed.
0: I wonder when they... If they'll ever bring that back.
1: I don't know. Movie. I don't think movie theaters are doing great right now. I think they're doing good with, like things like Avatar and.
0: Yeah, the big stuff. certain th- the big Walkbuster. stuff, but
1: man, the everything. It's like they have one the- one movie to go to every three months, and then everything else is just in the wash. Yeah. Like no um, one goes to see it. Yeah, like the menu is still showing, but it's already on HBO. That was the last one we went to, I think, was the menu. Yeah,
0: I don't know if there's any other. I mean, we, we go for the Blockbuster stuff. I, sh- I should probably start going to see other things besides the Blockbuster Well,
1: we're, stuff. we're, we're members, so we get, like, one free ticket a month. Oh,
0: so you and got a piled we have up, like, probably.
1: We have two free tickets now. Um, So we've accumulated two, but it kind of works out because that means my ticket and Barb's ticket are free. Mm-hmm. And we almost went yesterday, but uh, there wasn't really anything. Like I, I was like, let's go to Avatar. No, there was some movie called Plane, but uh, we decided not to go see it.
0: Yeah, I don't even remember what and else. And I was had Plane. comics
1: to read anyway for this show, so.
0: Man, we had a lot of spawns to read. I, I wait. I saved them till yesterday, and I'm like, oh shit, there's a lot of spawns I have to read.
1: <laughs> there was a lot of spawns, but with the exception of King Spawn. They're not very dense. Like they they read fast. Yeah, it was weird.
0: Like the first, well, I read Spawn and then King Spawn, and those were both pretty dense. But then the other ones, yeah, kind of zip by.
1: Yeah, I didn't care for Scorched. It it didn't seem now. Scorched
0: is my least favorite. It didn't right seem now. to
1: like move the needle very much in two issues we covered. Yeah. And Gunslinger and it's just the
0: same thing. It's like come on, move Got to move the story along.
1: Gunslinger's moving the needle, but it's a revenge story like all these guys that that were back right. in the western story about time the one, and I have to go back guy, out yeah. and get him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so it's a,
1: a what well, started out of time, with Started with, with Winterstone and then revenge. it it yeah. got to the other he's, now it's he going after the names. list of names, yeah. 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 The last yeah. one's pretty yeah. creepy because it's it's like a looks like a child priest molester type kind of guy. Mm. I like Spawn the best though because it's like the overall like uh, I, I guess the it's the story that's driving everything. And King Spawn seems to go mm. along with it, but it's like here's the details of him uh, talking to uh what's his name? The other guy.
0: Yeah, it's more it's it's more Al, looking, Al looking and, at it from Spawn's perspective.
1: Yeah, Al and uh what what is Terry Fitzgerald? Terry. <sighs>
0: Yeah, so it, it it follows the main story that's in Spawn just kind of from a different angle. And then Scorched is in the past a little bit, right?
1: It's in the past a little bit, but almost concurrent because in Spawn, Mark even, the medieval Spawn is, is trying to contact Jessica to get help from the Scorched. Right, because he doesn't like what Jim Downing is doing, and Jim Downing is now working with Nix, Nix, Nix Nyx. Nix, N Y X, yeah, it's...
2: um,
1: to take down Al. And Al seems to be his his motivation is to not bring back the the dead zones because he doesn't want heaven and hell like the war of heaven and hell to, to mess with Earth. I that's the way I get it. And there's so many characters like there there I was I know, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like Cogliostro has now sin. And yes. sin is going after the clown. Yes. And the clown recently brought back Abel who's who's like this black angel. Yes, and Cogliostro is 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 uh Cain. Cain, yeah. <laughs> so it's like Cain and A- the Battle of Cain and Abel.
0: And then, well, Clown is separate from Violator.
1: Yep. Cause and Clown not also
0: has mini clowns.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he has his own army on Omega, Omega Island, or whatever they want to call it.
0: Yeah. 'Cause there's a fissure on a mega island.
1: And he invades uh Sin invades that island to take out Clown.
0: Right. He wants to go he wants to open the fissure.
1: That's in Scorched, right?
0: And I thought that was in <laughs> Spawn.
1: Okay, that that was in Spawn. That was in Spawn. So in Spawn, it's Jim Downing taking down Spawn with the help of Overt kill. Uh, Cygor betrayed Spawn in one of the issues, which was odd because Cygor was sort of like his I know, his one... His his one one trusted ally. ally. And he's the one that clunked him on the head. (laughs) Sort of knocked him out. And uh, Plague Spawn... I, I don't know where he's been lately. But he infected Natasha. Natasha got killed by Medieval Spawn
0: yeah, cause, but he didn't know it was Natasha
1: and Soul Crusher was with Natasha so he has t- vengeance to have to reap on on Medieval Spawn but they form an unholy alliance in Scorched and kind of break up um, the plan of whoever that guy was I can't remember what his name was he looks like Soul Crusher, but... Oh, uh... Curse. Curse. The curse.
0: Yeah, the curse. So I like the, the curse backstory.
1: Yeah, that the the religious aspect yeah, of he's it. Yeah, because
0: a super religious kid, and he learned that you need to sacrifice for God, so he burned his eyes out. <laughs> yeah. Foked his eyes out with uh, pins. And blinded himself. Damn. Yeah. You went too far, kid.
1: Well the curse was like <laughs> kicking ass on the scorched until Medieval Spawn and Soul Crusher came back into the picture and then mm-hmm. they sort of took out um the curse. But there's so many goddamn characters, like there there's times I have to do like a double take and I'm like, who's this guy again? Like in King Spawn they have Wynn, that Jason Wynn fucker he's he's like the departed or I can't remember what his name is, but spawn hires him and that girl who I don't even know if they've ever named to go into hell and look for Wanda, and then they have that guy called is his name oh, brimstone the, uh... brimstone he looks brimstone looks badass like he would be an awesome uh looking uh action figure because he looks like a sergeant rock with a skull. And uh, a gun.
0: Yeah, that was that's the corps de priests, right? That he's yeah. sending into. Hey, tries to yeah, he tries to calm con- them into going,
1: <laughs> even though he knows they're gonna die. <laughs> and then he's trying to convince uh, Terry to join. Like Terry was against him, and Terry was having all those weird visions too. Um, to to sort of say, hey, do you remember we had to team up to to do this this the drug cartel thing. Well, we want to do it again, except the scenarios with heaven and hell. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they were playing both sides in the '80s. Remember, and uh, they had that flashback scene, and that was in King Yeah, the King
0: Yeah, because King is more focused on right now him him and Terry.
1: Yeah. So. That sort of summarizes where we were on the scorched and um King spawn and then gunslinger we've we've talked about briefly, but uh
0: we had an, another flashback so we could learn more about his past,
1: yeah, he got killed Actually, they, they yeah, these issues him. were
0: a lot focused uh, focused a lot on his what happened to him in the past
1: I did notice a difference in the art though like. It seemed like it seemed like he was more Brett Booth was more like his style in the first one, and in the second one, it looked like the inks were like obfuscating Booth's style. Yeah,
0: you know what it is? It's the flashbacks. They did the flashbacks in a different art style. Oh, Okay. Which is not as good as the <laughs> normal art right, style. Right, <laughs> his
1: normal style, because uh, artistically, I like that book the best. Like it looks more yeah. like '90s. Spawn. Oh, yeah, his art is
0: fantastic. I love it. Yeah, it was weird, though, because you're right, because I think in like, issue 14, it starts in like a flashback, and I'm like, what happened to the art? <laughs> I'm like, is this still Brett Ruth? <laughs> yes. But then if you flip like a few pages in, you see it turned back to the normal style. Yeah. I'm like, oh, why'd they do that? Yeah, it almost looks like a completely different artist, honestly. It, it
1: does, and I was looking at the inker, and I was like, I wonder... I wonder if he's just like doing like a really loose breakdown and then the inker's doing his style because it looks yeah. like totally different.
0: It does. Even the color is looks is different. Yeah. Like it's more like muted. You know. Yeah.
1: But uh we we learn about one of the guys. Go- so he he was sort of like uh trying to save a girl from being raped. Well, I would say a woman, Uh, there was a husband and a wife and they were like in front of the saloon and these, these thugs come out of the saloon and they're going to rape, rape the woman and the husband tried to prevent it, but they beat the crap out of him. And then he was there, um, to stop it. And yeah, it he, was like just coming,
0: he, was, he was just walking through town, right? Isn't this one yeah. of those stories where he just kind of comes into this small town in the Wild wild West and sees this happening?
1: Yeah, he just saw it happening, and he, he, to take he got revenge. And later on, these guys uh, captured him, knocked him out, and tied him to a horse and drug him to his death. So, Gunslinger, later on, now that they're in current time, he... He hunts down the the current guy who's... They're all in present time now. Um, just like he came through the portal. They came through the portal as well. Yeah. And, but you
0: say... But Gunslinger didn't actually die when he was dra- dragged by the horse. Or maybe, or did he? But that's oh, when he got his... No, I,
1: I, I thought he died. And then... I I thought the other guy that he went after he left alive. Because... He went after that guy. He was there with his wife, and he's like, "Come on, bitch, make me some dinner." And then, oh, later, Sanchez, you know, yeah, and then Gunslinger Spawn shows up, and he he knocks him the fuck out, and he tells the wife, "You better not protect your husband, because he's gonna get his upcom you know, up and coming, what he had coming to him." And so she backs down. But she was like, "He only kills bad people." Yeah. <laughs> He looks like a fucking asshole. Like he's sitting there on his couch, just yelling shit. And, and he, uh, he
0: was on he was on the list, right? That's yeah, how, he, why he he's was there? Yeah,
1: he was on the list. So he he gets him and attaches him to the horse and drags his ass, pretty much to his death. But he lets him live, mm-hmm. and uh, he beats yeah, the he, crap out of him. His face <laughs> is pretty fucked up.
0: He looks like a Juan Jose Rip. Yeah drawing at that point
1: yeah he's His face a, is all he's mangled a fucking mess <laughs> and the next guy I go after in the next issue is sort of like a priest and he looks like he's got a thing for kids and uh, looks like spawn is going after him so Wait, I, yeah did I he,
0: go ahead he killed that he killed that guy didn't he did he kill him I thought he shot him in the head Let me see.
1: I don't remember him killing that guy.
0: I thought he shot him in the head and he left a bullet to like show that it was him that killed him, as a message (sighs) to others.
1: Gunslinger thirteen and fourteen.
0: Because that was like a he said like the priest was like two hundred years old or something.
1: Yeah, I was doing this just for memory. Yeah, he killed him on that last page he's laying there
0: yeah so basically gunslinger is going around taking out the i like it because it's him taking out the bad guys and remembering what happened to him in the past and he's trying to get the people that killed his wife and i think that did the priest do something to his sister i think he said yeah he he mentioned The sister yeah
1: i think he raped her yeah Yeah, this I like Gunslinger. Gunslinger is like the the one that it's kind of on its own and it's it's moving the, the the needle and I like it artistically the best.
0: Yeah, and that's the McFarlane one too.
1: Yeah. He's writing it. Kingspawn surprises me. Like I there's times when I read Spawn and it's like adds like an extra layer of depth. Like it's it's probably the most dense because there's a lot of inner inner monologue and mm-hmm. caption boxes. and Oh, I did like in issue 17.
0: The first page is like the news reports, but it's the news from hell and heaven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's somewhere else. Limbo, probably. Instead of the uh, (laughs) the standard ones. (laughs) That was good.
1: I guess the only one we have left is Spawn, but we kind of talked about it. It was Jim Downing going after Spawn.
0: Yes, if there's anything.
1: That was the... How did that one end? Because I wanted to say it ended on a cliffhanger. I wanted to read it. Oh, Uh, that that was the Cain and Abel.
0: Yeah, the able reveal. The Cain and able
1: reveal. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I had to take notes though, cause, mostly just because all the characters to try and keep track of. <laughs> the one I keep.
1: Think. The one I keep forgetting. Like I remember almost all of them, but I keep forgetting the curse. Like I. I yeah. I sometimes curse. forget his, him. I think he visually looks pretty cool, but he looks a lot like
0: it's because he's Crusher. green so yeah, he looks like green. yeah he looks like Soul Crusher but a lot of them like Soul Crusher keeps changing who Soul Crusher is because now he's that Russian kid
1: well now he's the yeah the Sir Surge- well, guy well he's not Soul Crusher has changed identities yeah he's yeah. The, he's not the original Soul Crusher the original Soul Crusher's is dead
0: yeah a couple now of them, he's the died. one he's
1: the one kid that him and Natasha were in Russia
0: yeah yeah and then, who's the other one that's confusing? There's a. Uh, oh, w- w- Jason Wynn?
1: The Jason Wynn's that. He's got Jason Wynn in hell with a white mask. Like, he's. I think he's the departed or something to deprave. Yeah, he's got
0: some. Oh, Disruptor. Disruptor.
1: disruptor.
0: Yeah, he's Disruptor. He's, he's the
1: disruptor. In he's in hell.
0: So. And he's talking to Br- Brimstone.
1: I think what his brimstone design, look like? Brimstone is that guy that has a skull and looks like Sergeant Rock. He looks pretty awesome. <laughs> <I gotta find laughs> like his... Br- Brimstone looks like like that has action figure all over it. Like, I would I would be tempted not to buy a, a you Brimstone. Buy a
0: Brimstone. I'm trying to find him. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. He's the one who wants to take over
1: heaven, hell, and earth. <laughs> yeah. And he's the one that, that sort of after Jason Wynn, like he almost kills Jason Wynn. And I, I, I don't even know who that girl is with Jason Wynn. Like, I don't know what her name is. Oh, one of the Court of Owls or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> Court, of Court of Priests. I don't know what her name is.
0: Yeah, I don't remember what her name was.
1: And it never mentions it. Like, she's just there. And then there was another one that, that gets killed, the one that looks like an angel.
0: Yeah, there's an angel, and then there's a woman ja- with a mask on.
1: And then Jason Wayne.
0: on her shoulders, yeah.
1: And they kill the angel. Yeah. I, I read the King Spawns out of order by accident because I I took them upstairs to read them, and I just grabbed the one on top, and I accidentally put. And and then so when I, I started reading the next one, I was like, that person's dead. What the hell are they doing in here? And then I said, oh, shit, I read them out of order.
0: Oh, we do have a name for the the angel that died. Godsend.
1: Godsend, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be rough. that's not the first time you've read them out of order. <laughs> yeah. Where you're like, what's going on?
1: I, I wasn't lost. I I just I got lost because the, the people he was Godsend was dead, and then he wasn't, and then I'm like, oh, something's fucking wrong. Like I Im- <laughs> I immediately yeah. snapped early in the issue of the second okay, so the second realize, book, yeah. and I was like, ah shit, I read it out of order.
0: Yeah, you're like wait a second, I thought this person died.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I was I was pretty entertained. I I I liked even though it was a lot of material. It was eight books. It they read pretty fast. And I was listening to a podcast and I heard them talking about it's a lonely uh what do you call it? It's lonely at the center of the earth.
0: Oh the uh
1: Yeah, and I was like this sounds uh, this sounds book. amazing. I
0: Yeah, I really want it. to read it. I remember well cuz I follow her on Twitter because I I've been a fan of her art for a while and uh she would always post like when she was making the book and she she was always questioning whether or not I mean, she's only in her 20s. Yeah. Maybe she just turned 30. I don't know. Somewhere around there anyway. And she's like, is it pretentious to be bringing out an autobiographical a book when you're in your 20s?
1: <laughs> but I wanted to read it just because. Yeah, we should cue that up for next time.
0: Yeah. I know it's going to be good because she, she's so talented. But also it's going to be interesting just from a mental health perspective. Yeah. Of dealing with depression and things. So I know it'll be an interesting read.
2: Yeah.
1: So that covered our Spawn books, which were um, Gunslinger was what, 14 and 13? 13 and
0: 14. Uh, yeah, 13 14.
1: And then uh King Spawn was uh 16 and 17. Spawn was 334 335 and Scorched was 11 and 12. And I yeah. think we already have almost another. <laughs> we definitely have
0: another issue at least. I I, I think
1: I them. I think I've already gotten two more spawns already.
0: Woo, man, they're pumping them out.
1: Uh that's crazy. And the, the new Spawn series came out. But I wanted to queue up for next time this Zoe Thorogood book, if you were okay yeah, we with do, it. Yeah. And then I, I wanted to do Batman yeah. Spawn, if you were able to do that one.
0: Yeah, I did get that one. That's just a reprint, right?
1: No. That's a brand new spanking story. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> You might have gotten both the reprint and the new story, but you should have the new story.
0: Hopefully I got the new story and not the reprint. I was wondering why I got it, because I'm like, I already have this. this... Why did I get the reprint of this? (laughs) No, it's a brand new story. Cool. That's exciting. Oh, did we want to talk about previews at all? Yeah, we can. We should probably finish our comics. First. Yeah, we,
1: we don't have many more. I think there's only like four more.
0: Oh, I don't think I have four. What do we? What do we? Well, there's
1: there's three three more, and one you've you've read before me, before. It was the Agent of World. That was the one that I I read. Oh. And, and you had already read.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: And I, I I will say that of the batch, um, that was my favorite. I I I thought. Really? I don't know. I was like lost in the art. Like it, he he was like so detailed. Like he has those. He has one scene where like the robots are having sex, and it's like, <laughs> what what is that robot doing to the other robot? Like I don't know what the <laughs> hell's happening. Mommy,
0: what what's robot <laughs> what doing to the other robot?
1: But they, it, it's like this eight this organization world that like protects things in time and. They, they do things out of anomalies. And this one guy goes in and he has like chaos powers. And he's got a gun that powers off of sex energy. <laughs> and like the more chaos, he can cause chaos to happen. Like in, in, in the opening scene, he like causes a, a car to go through the window and take right, out like a bunch when of he, terrorists. When he shoots his gun, right?
0: Because yeah. It chaos.
1: So... Like I, I really liked it a lot. Like I, I did give it quite a five out of five, but I of the bunch I was like this one this one is really like artistically appealing to me. I don't know if you thought that, but like I it looked like a rip but not a rip. Like it looked like a rip just because of the sheer amount of lines. Like like I'm I'll look at a page and I'm just overwhelmed with the data. Yeah.
0: I I didn't really care for it. Only because, I mean, the dude is like massively talented and massively insane for putting that much detail into each page. My problem was, it's just like, it's too much. It's like, it's hard to tell what's even going on on the page just because there's so many, so much detail and so many lines, so many tiny lines all over the page that it, I don't know. It, it's hard. It was hard to read. I thought it didn't read very well for me.
1: And I, it read really oh, here well for I just me. Fr- I it found re- it. It read well for me. I enjoyed it. Because he, he's got, like, a monkey, as, an ape as a boss. And, like, the the he comes back from the first mission and he was successful. And he immediately sends him on another mission. And this time he has to go to, like, Russia to to look at this old guy who's, who's generating all these robots to, like, take over stuff. And, uh... He brings. That's when he brings his sex gun and gets the robots to like have sex and sort of takes those guys out. But I like like I like liked the book a lot. Like I thought it was. I thought I didn't. I wasn't confused. Um. I was confused. I was, and I was confusing with. I was confused with the brooding muse. Like I, I was lost uh, artistically. I thought that thing was beautiful, but. There was only one story I can comprehend. <laughs> what do you Say that again. The Brooding Muse. Yeah. I had trouble with that one. I don't know if you read it. No. That was the magazine we said we were going to read. Oh, I did read
0: that. Yeah. I totally forgot what it was called. I did read The Brooding Muse. Yeah, Age in a World, I was just... I think it was just cuz like the the storytelling with the art I I just I had a hard, hard time with it. Well, I, I, guess I, well, I mean the story itself
1: really... is pretty straightforward. It's a guy that's going th- has has technology to travel to other time locations to try to connect to, to fix anomalies and that's that's what he's he does and then he gets home and he's just like a family guy like he's he's got his yeah. kids and his wife and everything is is normal and when he he has a deal with the organization that they can't like once he goes home they they don't know what he's doing like that he has his own private time yeah I, I, I liked it I thought it was I thought it, I liked it a lot more than you did. The Brooding Muse, I, I, I was very entertained with the art. Like I, I thought artistically it god there's some beautiful panels and and stuff that well, we'll I will say The first
0: story is the longest story. Kayla and the Castle Keep. And that had really good art. Excellent. And that but, was actually the best story in the book, too. No,
1: I think I like the meteor shower one because that, that's the only one that made sense to me. The, <laughs> the The first story made no sense to me. It was sort of like really? this muse, this woman that was killing vampires. I don't like, I don't know what was happening. And then you had like this fucking floating teeth that were were there. I didn't <laughs> Talking to it. yeah. I don't know what was happening. I was lost. Yeah, there was, lost. it took me a while. I had to
0: jump back and forth to try and figure out what was going on in part of it because I couldn't figure out like her. It, it got confusing because he, the, she w- so she, she sees all the soldiers that have been killed and then she goes to talk to some other dudes and they say like, Oh, you're wearing the, the clothes of the soldiers or whatever. Where's my sense? So it was, a, it was a little confusing,
1: but then she ends up in this area where, She's fighting these. She's with these people that have these like huge rats, and then the rats are attacking. And uh, like, there's like no transition. There's like nothing to for me to like understand what's happening.
0: Yeah. Here's, so here's what I wrote: A uh, woman walks the wastelands with flooding fangs and a raven. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I can get the she gist of that.
0: Him... <laughs> Vampire killing women by a fire says he used to lead an army and now he's desperate. She remembers seeing the fallen army of the forty eighty.
1: I don't know what that number has to, to do with the anything. Invasion,
0: looking for a guy named Jason and fighting off giant rats. <laughs> I three
1: guess out of five. I I, I gave <laughs> I, I it a three out of five too. Yeah, but I like the meteor story better because. I understood what was happening with that one. That was the last one, I think. It'll be interesting to uh, read the second issue, because I have it, to see if like, the first the. Oh, you liked the story... meteor one? I
0: hated that one.
1: No, I did. I did like the meteor one. That
0: was like a bunch of people are going out to watch a meteor shower, and then the meteors land on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's <was> the story. <laughs> And I, I liked the one where the dude was digging up his own grave, but it was super confusing.
1: I didn't understand it.
0: It was Yeah, it was terribly written. So what it was was this guy is being forced to dig his own grave, but he's also being forced to dig up the body parts of his sister. And this is the last body part of his sister. So he's going to dig up the last body part of his sister and then be buried in the hole that he digs. But he, but he, because the dude who's making him dig up his sister killed his sister because she killed his family. But what he doesn't know is, and she killed his family by using like magic. So she thought, he thought that she was a witch, but it turns out that her magic was just being done because she was wearing a ring on her finger, this magic ring. So he, he digs up the, hand, and then he's able to use the ring to kill the the dude. But it was confusing in the way it was told, for well, sure. Well, You
1: you got a lot more out of it. Because <laughs> it, I...
0: It took some effort to get that I out of it. I knew
1: the guy was digging a grave, and that's about all I got out of it. <laughs> I'm so lost in that story. I like... In all the stories, though, I did like the art.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I just didn't like the way the artist worked with the writer to try to make a story in any of them, to tell you the truth.
0: Yeah, they were all a little confusing. But who did the art in that? Kayla and the Castle Keep, because that was really good. There was a name?
1: Uh, Nick. Nick Pulley.
0: Polliculo. Pol Polico. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. I mean, that's the art that I expect to find, like in a
1: black and white magazine. Yeah, and like creeps or whatever. I read the I read the beginning of the story, and it. It sounded like all the stories are supposed to to mean something, like together. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that. Didn't oh, really? I didn't get that. Yeah.
2: yeah
1: so uh, the next one that we read was *Behemoth*. This was by friends of ours, Chris Kopiniak and J.K. Woodward. Um, yes. This was from Black Caravan Scout as well, and this one, this story is well drawn and well told because it, it's you don't get lost during it. It's it's kind of like a, a monster story, but it's kind of like a mutant story, but a monster story at the same time. Because it, I I didn't understand why certain people were mutated. But it seems like when they are mutated, you call a hotline and the government's there and they take your kid away. And um I guess this this particular girl had a fight of some sort with her mom and her mom wanted like no trouble to come to her daughter, but uh the government got a hold of the the girl and it looks like she has she's like mutating into like some Crab, sea type creature.
0: Yeah, it seems like kids are turning into monsters, right? Yeah, but some of them are keep their intelligence, and and those ones are recruited by the government.
1: Yeah, and turned into soldiers. Yeah. Beautifully drawn.
0: Yeah, fantastic. No, no, no surprise, but yeah, he's.
1: He he's he's a different type of artist because he draws with a paintbrush.
0: Yeah, he's a traditional.
1: Yeah, he's very traditional. Yeah, I like this one. This is good.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed it as well.
1: I like some of the depictions of once they get to the underground uh, government facility, you could see like a lot of different creatures that are in that facility.
0: Oh, ones that they've captured you yeah. know, or recruited.
1: But it, it reminded me of like a horror story, but at the same time, like a monster horror story, but at the same time almost like an X-Men type book. You know? Like...
2: Mm-hmm. Instead of Professor Xavier
1: bringing these mutated kids together, it's the government turning them into soldiers. The next one that I I thought was extremely weird, um, I I thought it was incredibly well done, but it's not in my wheelhouse. (laughs) Mm. That was the Ballad of Gordon and barley corn, and corn. Barley corn. <laughs> yeah like it it w- I would I would depict it as like a psychedelic type fantasy story but um, yeah
0: that's pretty accurate
1: and, and but the story is very understandable like I, I, I understand the story I, I appreciate the fantastical world that this guy built. Like, they, they drive from town to town on this giant turtle.
0: Yeah, this... it's these two guys. It's like a, a human... Gordon Barleycorn is like this human... He's like a musician, I guess, with a long beard. And then there's... his His cohort is this green, short green guy who wears a big sombrero, which is... There's a bunch of different races in this not races species, I guess in this book, like everyone they encounters, like looks different. When oh, it doesn't it open like after the morning, after one of his concerts where he, he wakes up like in this girl's house and the dad like chases him out.
1: Yeah. Chases him out. <laughs> the girl had like, he, he had like written on, I don't know if it was written or tattooed.
0: Oh, you he like, signed her body, signed her yeah. body.
1: <laughs> Like all over
0: it, yeah.
1: <laughs> her ass says Gurdon Barleycorn," her breasts say it, and then her crotch just says "Gordon." <laughs> 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 and when he's there, he's like wearing—he's like wearing this real weird sexual. Like he's got a like black canary stockings. fishnets, and his belt <laughs> has like lips on it. <laughs> he's wearing a bow tie. Yeah, that's pretty pretty crazy.
0: And then they they go into town. Oh, they're gonna fill up with gas or whatever, or feed I guess feed the turtle. And they find out about this uh, puppet show going on. Is that what happened? Yeah,
1: and they go. And then they
0: they buy yeah. tickets
1: to it, right? Or they get. They get tickets to it, and they they see the show, and they're like, "We could do better than this." And look how much money this generated. And they had met that as they went to the grocery store. They met that guy with multiple hands, multiple arms. Yeah, the cash register.
0: The cash, regi- the the cash register. Yeah.
1: And he was a puppeteer, and they're like, "Let's let's write our own shit. Let's let's see if yeah, we let's could do, do our it. own show, yeah." And oh, because
0: then... the, the other part of the story is they're being. <laughs> Gordon is being followed by debt collectors because he owes, like, a bunch of money.
1: A lot of money.
0: For for medical, I think, stuff, of course. Your your greatest fear.
1: Was it medical? I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because he went crazy. So he's in a mental institution. Oh, okay. So he has lots of bills now, so they're following him. So yeah, they decide to put on this puppet show with this dude, and this dude he has like multiple arms, but he's able to like grow more arms. So during the puppet show, it's like a marionette show, and he keeps growing more and more arms to control all the puppets. So by the end of it, he has like I don't know,
1: twenty arms. <laughs> but I thought he had to be hospitalized after the show. Yeah, he he made too many arms. <laughs> But they made money, and they were yeah, able they to a pay money, a, yeah. a down payment on uh, on his bill. Oh, and then at one point during the
0: play, Gordon does a song, and he decides that he wants to be a now be a solo artist instead of being in a band. I liked it. I, don't know, I enjoyed it, <laughs> and I really liked
1: the art a lot too. I I liked it was... but uh I don't know if I would can I I'm, I'm going to continue cuz I already have the issues but I don't know if it- like I gave it a 4 out of 5 Yeah so did but I But I I have that thing like I'm glad I experienced it like I think it was worthwhile for me to experience it but I don't know if I'd keep keep going with if it If you'd
0: continue on with it Yeah, yeah. I <sighs>
1: I like. I'm, I'm not into hippie musicians. I just never have been. Yeah,
0: and and you can listen to a song by Gordon Barleycorn. I think it's on Bandcamp. So if you're interested in hearing the song,
1: did you go hear it?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> I just haven't got around to it. But I think I. I probably like the future issues because I like the idea of him traveling around on his turtle with this dude and having adventures. The puppet show itself I could have done without. I mean, it was okay. But I but I do like the character and the world. So. My
1: favorite part was when the father's going to kill him because he, he slept with the daughter. Yeah,
0: that was good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she's like trying to you gotta let me live my life. <laughs> this is who I am. <laughs> <laughs> She's got his signatures all over her private parts.
0: Yeah, that was good.
1: And then I think the last book we had is The Illusion Witch.
0: Yeah, Illusion Witch from a Behemoth.
1: This one was really good, nose. I liked it. I don't think it was like anything I hadn't seen before, but uh it was it was it was a good solid comic.
0: Yeah, I gave it a 4 out of 5.
1: I gave everything a 4 out of 5 except uh
0: Brooding Muse.
1: Yeah, I gave that a 3 out of 5.
0: And I gave Agents of World a 3 out of 5.
1: That one almost made a five out of five. But yeah, I, I only like have one I, I only mean. have one five out of five and that's uh, Amazing Spider Man volume two, number twenty two <laughs> this week. <laughs> Agent of World was the next one in the list. Like it was close. One other thing I wanted to talk about though, um, is I, I finished watching The Sandman, ah, and it got me to thinking, you know, just like uh, I this this is following in into like the Charles Forsman realm for me, where I am enjoying I'm reading the comics as I'm as i wa- watching the show. Mm-hmm. I I think Neil Gaiman on the TV show. Wrote a more, a better story that's has so many more layers. Like you can you can see the layers; they're not hidden at all, um, as in the comic book. And he does it in a different order. Like the thing I really loved is he combined one of the issues of Dollhouse. He took totally out of Dollhouse and put it in the issue eight of Death. Like when they introduced his sister. And it made so much more sense. And yeah. in Dollhouse, it's kind of like it doesn't even belong there. Like you're like, what the fuck is this doing in the middle of Dollhouse? Like it has nothing to do with it. It, it makes no sense. It, so so like he he changed things, I think, this this is me personally in a more uh positive, understandable way that makes me get a whole lot more out of it. So like yeah. I am, I, I got to thinking of things like that I like more in a different media medium than the original medium it came from, and uh, this is one of them is Sandman. Um, yeah, and I mean, I guess
0: logically that's what you would hope would happen because I mean, Sandman was what twenty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> 25 years ago. So you'd hope that, especially if it's the same person coming up with the, the con like doing the adaptation that they would
1: have be able to take it.
0: Like, yeah, ho- take the, what they wrote in the past and say, you know, if I was doing this again, I would have, I would have moved this. Cause that was probably one of the things, right. He's like, you know, if I was doing this again, I probably would have taken that story and put it somewhere else. Yeah. Cause it had nothing I, to I had, do with dollhouse, it. but it was one of the yeah. best,
1: like, still like when when I had read Sandman originally okay and and I didn't read a lot I I think I read through Dollhouse and then stopped mm-hmm. um I had thought like issue 8 was the standout that was the death issue like I thought that was amazing mm-hmm. and I still <laughs> think like in the TV show that was the best but because they combined it with that story in Dollhouse like it even made it like more like better better
2: yeah, you and got more um, out of it.
1: yeah, I got way more out of it, and I like the way they have Cain and Abel in it in in the show. And there were times where I was tearing up because Gregory got killed. Like, I mean, there was like scenes in there that were like emotionally like got me emotional where I didn't get emotional in the comic book at all. Like, I I mm-hmm. just didn't feel it. Yeah. So like I I, I think the um, the TV show this is amazing, and I like I, every change that he did. I, I, I think so. Like I was thinking about it, and I feel like these the here's this handful of things that I think made made it better in another medium. And two of them were Charles Forsman. Uh, I'm not okay with this, mm-hmm. and the end of the fucking world. The Netflix shows for that have so much more yeah, de- they depth expanded on the stories like yeah. it it just add, like i i can see whoever created those shows loved the comic like they they were like okay i get this but they added so much more depth yeah to what he had on paper that it was like even more emotional and 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 interesting for the characters yeah so it
0: expanded on it, the story oh, it was more, just
1: fantastic yeah. Mm-hmm. I also think when I when I think about one of my favorite comic movies, The Rocketeer, when I compare it to the original source material, with with all the music and the acting that's in The Rocketeer, Alan Alda and the guy who plays the Rocketeer and what's her name that so attractive is Betty Page,
0: Jennifer Jennifer Connelly,
1: Jennifer Connelly like.
0: Who's the dude? Was it Billy? <laughs> Corrupt
1: Billy Cruneper, yeah. And then it had, what's his name too? Like the villain, the main Nazi guy, the actor Nazi guy was a big actor. I
0: don't remember who that was.
1: I think he was Dr. Fate um, in the Black Adam. Um, <laughs> can't think of it. Was he Remington Steele? I can't remember what his name was, but... he, Yeah, so Rocketeer was another one that like... Was I thought the movie was better than the source material, and the source material was, in all fairness, was very far apart and all over the place. It went like across four different publishers, and
2: yeah,
1: uh, it was in the back of Star Slayer, and like it, God, it was all over. So you really never got the full story until the movie, but. I thought that was better. I thought the movie The Crow was was better than the original James O'Barr comic book. Um, I, I thought that movie... Like that movie to this day, I just... I, I'm flabberg, I just love it. I think it's amazing. I didn't see the original Cowboy Bebop cartoon, but I, I try to watch it after the live action. I, I think the, the live action... Cowboy Bebop is far superior. Like I, I thought it was amazing. Um, Sandman was the other case, and I can't, I can't comment on Death Note because I didn't read it, so I, I don't, right? I don't know, but you I, can't I compare it. I, I thought the movie was damn near perfect. It, it's funny because I was on Twitter talking about it, and some guy said there was. When he saw light scream in one scene, it was very distracting to him, <laughs> it took him out of the mm. movie. And I know, I knew exactly what scene it was because it was the only scene that took me out of a movie for a split second. Like I was like, "God, that was a horrible scream." <laughs> I was like... So funny. I, yeah, it's funny because I knew exactly what he was talking about. Yeah. It was, it was such an awkward, an awkward scene. And I don't know if that was like in the comic book and they tried to like make it like the comic (laughs) book. Because when they scream, it's like crazy in a a manga. True. So I don't know how, you know, I didn't read the source material, but.
0: Hey, I'm going to go grab a Dr. Pepper. Okay. Be back in a second.
1: So I'll talk about some of the other stuff I read this week. I I got caught up on DC Comics Robin which was pretty much leading up to uh, the shadow war I had read the shadow war first and and it crossed uh, multiple titles like Robin Deathstroke Batman and then had its own bookends like shadow war alpha and beta or alpha and omega or something like that and then another tie-in and uh, I was like well I want to read all the material that got me to this point. So I I went back and read the annual of Robin, which I thought was amazing. And, um, which gives you the origin of, uh, Flatline, which, like, makes her, like, it was, like, one of those annuals that you're, like, wow, I... Now, now I really like this character, Flatline. Like, it, it, like, added so much depth to the character. And then, um... So I really like that Robin series, and then I'm absolutely loving the the Tim Drake uh, Robin series from DC Comics. I'm um, four issues in. Um, I think the writer um, gets Tim Drake, like uh, knows the history of Tim Drake, and then writes him as like this really very fascinating, intelligent detective, and I, I like really dig it. Because it's sort of a mystery four issues in as to who the villain is. And the fourth issue, you see the villain, but you don't understand. You might not understand what his motives are at this time. But uh, it's it's very, very good. Like, I really like it. And um, I think that's... Oh, and I'm still reading on the Marvel app, The Amazing Spider-Man uh volume two and peter parker spider-man uh the amazing spider-man has different creative teams no peter parker does but it still has the um jrjr artwork on amazing spider-man and howard Mackey. and that i i really like amazing spider-man like I will go as far to say that I think JRJR is my favorite Spider-Man artist. Like, And that's tough because Todd, the Todd father is way up there, is one of my favorite Spider-Man artists. And there's been plenty before Todd that I liked. And I, you got Eric Larson in that um, whole thing. Um, but Spider-Man really became a big character to me during, during the David Michelini era where I, I became really hooked and I want, it was almost bi-weekly and I wanted to read it all the time. So the Todd father and, and um, everybody that came after him like uh, Larson and and then Bagley, I, I really liked the artists that, did that. And I, since then I've, I've went and read a lot of old school Spider-Man titles and enjoyed their art, but not as much as that. But JRJR is... God, I just love the way he draws Peter and Spider-Man and all the supporting cast. And I love his panel layouts more than anybody even though Eric Larson's up there. Especially Eric Larson for action is just phenomenal in Spider-Man. And then todd's hyper detail in the webbing and the abnormal shapes in the mouths and i i really love that as well so yeah i got i gotta get caught up in talking about that but um those were some of the things that uh really stood out to me um this week Matter of fact, that Robin annual is, I, I gave it a four out of five, but I, I'm going to move it to the five out of five. So I just think it's really well done.
2: Were you giving a five out of five too?
1: Oh, Robin, the annual. I thought it was really good. But, uh, that's all i have to say and i think we're caught up on books so we just have to get through real quick
0: decide what not to order from previews as oh. the great cut down yeah there's of 2023 continues
1: I haven't placed my order yet, so I don't know if I'm still in the $700 range or, or how things are laying out. But um Image was lighting a fire up my ass on this one because he got a new Ed, Breaker, Ed Brubaker and Phillips book with uh, Night Fever that yeah. I want to get. And I know that's going to be good.
0: Yeah, those are always good. And
1: then we got a This one says the thrills of Fight Club meets the talented Mr. Ripley in this twisty character-driven story.
0: What are you looking, image? Yeah. The heck is image, there it is. Scroll, 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 scroll. Which one are you looking at? Oh, the... Night Fever. Yeah. And that's a hardcover probably, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's probably 19.99 or.
0: Yeah, haven't been getting those.
1: Oh, that's 24.99. That raised the price.
0: Oh, the inflation.
1: You're not getting the Reckless books. What is the matter yeah. with you?
0: No. I don't know. I like them, but I'm not you... crazy about them.
1: What? You're gonna to have to rewind the podcast because you gave it a five out of five. <laughs> the fuck are you talking I, about?
0: I did. I did. I did.
1: <laughs> but oh, you can't. You can't. Money. You can't do a five out of five and then say I'm not crazy about him. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I think you gave a five out of five to Reckless and that Hollywood Cowboy one, whatever that one was called. Pulp. Pulp. Yeah.
0: I don't know if I gave it. Did I give Reckless? I'm going to look it up. Gonna, look it up.
1: Look up look Reckless up. and Pulp and tell me what you gave it. Pulp, I believe I gave 5 out of 5 too. Well, don't believe it. Go look it up.
0: I am. It's not very – I got I, I, patience, man.
1: Your way of tracking stuff could go back <laughs> to the 70s. That's for sure. Like <laughs> that. That Wait, technology like, would still exist.
0: No, because on my phone.
1: <laughs> but it's like no. a note card that you. Oh, write this one on. I have
0: to go. I have to go further back. This isn't even on my phone. This is predates my phone.
1: Oh god.
0: So I gotta go to. I gotta go on my computer. All right, here we go. Let's see. Find Pope. Oh, I don't. Have, I can't find Pope. Oh, I can't find Reckless either. I'm going to have to go to uh, previous episodes. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're going to have to go listen to yourself. I say you gave it a 5 out of 5, so what the fuck's wrong with you?
2: Man.
1: And those were hardcovers.
0: I don't know. I think I decided I'll just get them at the library. What the fuck? Is wrong? No! <laughs> Which one was reckless? Oh, that was about the... The girl in the movie
1: theater. theater, Yeah.
0: Yeah, I like pulp more. Maybe I may give Reckless four out of five.
1: You gave them both a five out of five. What are you talking about?
0: That's possible. I decided to pass.
1: I don't even know who you're, who I'm talking to anymore. I don't have space for twenty Ed
0: Brubaker hardcovers. I know, you're going to say, you're going to say, make room. Yes. Oh, what is this one? A new original graphic novel. I do like that.
1: Like Pulp. And the first Reckless. So if you decide not to get anything after it, I could understand. No, I can't understand it if it's a five out of five. <laughs> But are you going to get Phantom Road?
0: Uh, Phantom Road, yes.
1: Mad Max, which we love, versus Meets the Sandman, which we love. Yeah. In Grindhouse. Of this. That's yeah. by uh, Gabriel Hernandez, Walta, and Jody Bellair and Jeff Lemire.
0: Written by Jeff Lemire. Of course. I cannot pass that. And then Dead Romans, I'll get that. That's apparently about some Romans, Roman soldiers.
1: Yeah, the art looks very like radical. Remember that publisher?
0: I do. Yeah, it does look very radical. That's gorgeous. Mhm. I'll get the. I'm getting this one. I think just for the art. Whew, who did that art? That's fantastic looking. Nick Marinoch, Marnikov, Nick. Marnakovich. There we go.
1: Yep. And then we got a uh, Greg Rucka.
0: <sighs> yep. I have to get that. That was expensive. Five ninety nine. Is it double sized? Yes. Oh, 64 pages.
1: Looks like the trim size is different too. Whoa, Harley! What are you doing? (laughs) She actually got her leg. She she got her leg leg caught in the groceries. Barb's bringing Uh in groceries because she went to Pilates, and then we ordered Target where they you just drive in and they yeah they bring your groceries, and then Harley tripped over got her foot caught in the groceries
0: she's dragging the groceries around the room
1: yeah i'm getting forged too that's greg rucka and eric troutman
0: yeah it's like a sci-fi type of thing sci-fi inspired by conan and heavy metal there you go yeah that looks good and indigo children number one. Man, how many number ones do they have? Kill
1: them. This Kirk is private mystery.
0: Pires. Radiant Black Meets Department of Truth.
1: At some point I I should say no, but this I it looks good. So I'm doing that one no one is a massive verse so I'm getting that for sure Kyle Higgins with uh, Brian Buccalato with uh, Geraldo Borges.
0: yeah that sounds interesting actually that sounds more interesting to me than uh, the radiant Radiant. stuff it's about let's see there's murders and the most of the killings have sparked a political movement copycat and a mass vigilante is determined. Blah blah blah. This is a shared superhero unit. Oh, this is part of the massive.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's what I said. Okay.
0: Which is different than Radiant Black, but Radiant Black is part of Super Massive, right?
1: Yeah. They're all part of the same super massive, radiant pink, same all that
0: universe. Shit. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna get this Stoneheart one.
0: Story and art by Emma Kubert. Is this her first one that she wrote? I'm not sure. No, that was, the, that was stuff. the
1: other image book she did. I forget what it's called.
0: Ooh, that's right. She did have one.
1: might even have it in here ink blot
0: ink blot there it is
1: are you getting that or are you gonna pass
0: i, I don't remember did i read ink blot
1: i don't remember i know i bought it but i didn't read it I'm
0: sure i read it ink blot
1: look at the cover that's incredible cover i like the cover a lot That looks amazing.
0: Yeah, I like her art a a lot.
1: Beautiful cover.
0: There you go. Inkblot. Nope. We should read Inkblot. Sure. Can you find it can you find it?
1: (laughs) Golly, when did that come out?
0: Could have been too long ago.
1: I don't think it's in my new storage unit. I think it's in the old one. Oh, no. Let me see.
0: I'm going to look up. It's, uh... Oh, that's old. 2020. Oh, man, I hope I can find it. (laughs) How did I not read this? Yet. It's forever ago. Holy Mac, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find this.
1: <laughs> I'll put it in my try to find it.
0: I'm gonna see if I can find it right now. I'm gonna see if my system works.
1: Where did Let's I write see, Yeah. Ink block. D
0: F H L M
1: I am going to be getting the uh, Matt Hawkins, Ryan Caddy one-shot arc.
0: Oh, no, I can't find Inkblot.
1: That one's 48 pages for four ninety nine. Son of a bitch. Well, did you even order it? Did you look I did it?
0: order it. I feel like I might have read it already.
1: Well, we know that system's broken, so you can't even look at it.
0: I could find if I did read it. I know where it is though, so I could read it again.
1: Are you gonna get the Are you gonna get the one shot called Ark?
0: Well, the Matt Hawkins one. Yeah. Hawkins one, probably. I usually get his stuff, so.
1: So what of the trades are you gonna get this time? Anything?
0: I don't know. I still have to, I have to read those. There's a I have to read Dark Dark Ride, Revolvers and Seven Suns. So I'm going to read those and see if I got those. I think I did
1: and then i'm just going to get the same usual stuff from uh,
0: yeah from the, the back other half me too pretty standard
1: let's see we're at boom
0: Then boomy there's a new book by the writer of maw called neighbors I believe is a horror.
1: Yeah, I'm going to try it. When Janet try and because... move to a quaint mountain town, their daughter Casey becomes part of a horrific chain of events revealing that their neighbors are anything but what they seem. I always like creepy neighbors. No, I don't like them. I don't like them when they move next to me, but <laughs> I, I like I like. like I like the move. The Fic-
0: fictional, the fictional, creepy
1: neighbors. Creepy neighbors. <clears throat> Is that the only new one? I think so.
0: Yeah, they didn't have a lot.
1: Yep, it is.
0: The, the only other boom I have is br- the briar. Yeah. Collection. I'm
1: getting a lot of booms still, but it's nothing new. I'm not.
0: Yeah, you're just, continuing, yeah, just what continuing what you're always get. Not cutting anything.
1: Uh, no, I'm letting them just drop off by the attrition. There's nothing I don't like.
0: Yeah, Briar, I'm getting.
1: I did cut Dune, though. I stopped getting Dune. With, okay. But they they came out with a new number one. What's wrong? I did.
0: You're in trouble. Mike's in trouble.
1: I'm in trouble.
0: Being... Chastised for not ordering eggs.
1: That's right. <laughs> I don't. I read the first issue of Clear, um, and I really liked it. I don't remember. Page you on?
0: What's Clear? It's Dark Horse. A Dark
1: Horse. One thirty. Oh, that was
0: a digital one. Yeah. Comixology, and what I told myself,
1: since I'm a comicsology guy, is I'm just going to keep them digital.
0: Yeah, so that I'm makes not, sense. I'm not
1: going to jump to print.
0: So is this good? It looks good. It was very. Good. You know when I, when I saw the the cover image, I thought I thought that was pink lemonade.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it kind of looks like that.
0: Like, hey, it's pink lemonade. That's not some dude. Yeah, I don't know. I got to decide on that one. What you say? You, you, you enjoyed I gave it? it?
1: I gave it a... Let me see what I gave it.
0: Uh, let's see. Well, I, like I, art, I read you. it a
1: long time ago. Um, clear. Maybe my system's failing me too. <laughs> clear number one. Number one. Uh I gave it a 5 out of 5. Oh. It was I read it in December of 2021 and I I put in a note in the future virtual reality takes over people's lives and one detective tries to find out who killed his ex-lover. Um and that that week I was the only 5 out of 5 I gave. So,
0: shit.
1: Yeah. yeah. This is 56 five out of pages. Five.
0: That's big. <laughs> oh, it was, it was, they, oh, why do they gotta kind of screw me like this? So it's th- it's three issues, but the first issue is double sized, so it's really four issues. But they're forcing me to buy the singles intentionally. They're forcing me to buy the first two issues. So I did not buy s- it on principle. You can't sucker me in like that.
1: But I said it's a 5 out of 5.
0: I know, so... Make a note. Mike gave it (laughs) 5 out of 5.
1: Fuck that guy. He tells me to buy Reckless. I had to fuck him. (laughs) (coughs) Ooh, Rags Morales is back to drawing. Barb. Woo! And
0: Jim Starlin is a writer.
1: I am buying this this for sure. order this and outrage from? a space opera from comics legend Jim Starlin and rags Morales that's interesting the lot 13 from DC Comics is now at Dark Horse that Steve Niles uh, series being collected there's a new one shot lady baltimore the dream of ikelos I'm into pirates so I'm gonna get skull and bones that's John Jackson Miller it's based on a video game but it's pirates so I'm definitely going to try it. Which one? Skull and Bones. Oh, yeah. It's on page
0: 139. Yeah, that was the one. This is a resolicit. Isn't this one where they end up on an island?
1: I don't know if it's. You're saying it's come out before?
0: No, it was solicited before but never came out, so they're resoliciting mm-hmm. it. But I, I I remember I pre ordered it last time, so I will re pre order it. You no, know, it says set in the world of the upcoming video game. I wonder if they delayed it because the video game got delayed, so it they could, wanna could be. wanna bring it out kind of in in sync with the video game. Which would make sense. I bet you that's what happened.
1: They have some more Comixology trades coming out, Self and Red Tag, but I'm going to read those hopefully on Comixology.
0: How much is that, comi- Comixology?
1: It's like five ninety nine, six ninety nine a month.
0: just get that.
1: That's what I'm reading. Um, the the way I'm I'm rotating apps just to make sure I get my money's worth is I have three of them, so I'm rotating comiXology. I I I just finished um Alice in Wonderland, one of the Xenoscope six issue minis, um mm-hmm. on there. And they have a, lot of, di- they ha- yeah, they have a lot of dynamite on there too. I didn't know they had so
0: Xenoscope stuff.
1: Yeah, they have Xenoscope. You'll you'll find a lot of it on there.
0: Oh man. Do they have just like grim fairy tales proper? Yeah. I don't, how, I don't know how I don't know
1: how deep it goes, but like I don't because there's two volumes of that series.
0: Right. Interesting.
1: So I think the next thing I'm getting is in Dynamite. There's a new Deja Thores by Chuck Brown.
0: Yeah, interesting.
1: And Amelia Pina. And I will be getting the cover A on that one,
0: yeah me too.
1: although there are a lot of nice ones.
0: there are but the the main cover is pretty nice though.
1: So. yeah, I like the layout the best too. yeah, me too. There's gonna be a King Kong series coming to Dynamite. Kong: The Great War, by Alex Cox, Cox and Tommaso Biacci. Bianchi.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll get the first one of that. Check it out.
1: That's one of those ones that says art pending licensor approval. They're gonna do a, a Rocket Man and Rocket Girl um one shot, which I'm interested in. They're taking these golden age characters and giving it a one shot.
0: I think I was gonna pass on that
1: one. And I think that's all the new stuff.
0: Yeah, I don't have anything till after shock.
1: Yeah, I'm going to get ridge line. But I don't know what the status is being on there. Um, bankruptcy if it'll really come out, but I'm gonna pre-order it. I'm gonna pre-order Ridge Line and a Little White Lie.
0: Yeah, I was. I might not get Ridge Line, but I was gonna get a Little White Lie because that's Ray, a Ray Fox one-shot. So yeah, and. We'll we'll see if we actually get them. Yep. I think all I have for aftershock.
1: I am getting this. Was... I'm getting some from Titan that's going to be quite expensive because it's uh, Jamie Lee Curtis
0: oh.
1: uh, doing a graphic yeah. novel. Oh,
0: the graphic novel. Yeah, it's based on
1: something that's going to be Apparently, she wrote adapted. a movie.
0: Yeah.
1: It's not out yet. It's a Bloomhouse film. It's going to be 25 bucks. So about the same price as the Ed Brubaker.
0: Yep. I'm not going to get this. I'll just watch the movie. <laughs> There's a scream. We'll have to see how that scream works in the movie. Yeah. No, yeah. Wait. <laughs> Wait. I'm actually screaming twice.
1: Ah, no. So you could be in like manga and anime screams. Thank
2: you.
0: you. I will forward this to all the anime producers. Then I could go to conventions and be on panels for my voiceover. And you see, Titan is now publishing the Conan omnibus.
1: Yeah, they've already published. If they ever get caught up to the Savage Tales, so Marvel finished the comic book proper, but they didn't finish the magazine. So, if they get caught Uh, up to that point, then I will continue.
0: Then, then you'll pick
1: up. Yeah.
0: I don't have the Savage Sword of any Savage Sword of Conan collections, but I think I'm gonna have to pass on this.
1: That's expensive. But it's cool.
0: It's expensive.
1: AC Comics is selling celebrating Femforce 200, and uh, I'm a big fan of Femforce. I even the old stuff I've been reading lately. I just read one. And uh, for um, Retrocast. And it was really good. So Ahoy has a new number one. Are you going to get that one?
0: Yeah, the rustling one.
1: Shane Bryant's ring persona. His gimmick is... Forgettable, he's a nice guy, but his secret is more colorful. He has super strength, and when he punches a fist straight through his opponent's brain in front of 2.4 million horrified viewers, everything changes. That sounds interesting. The gimmick.
0: Oops. Yeah, I think I was going to get that. It's wrestling.
1: There's sure a lot of takes per... on uh, Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah, <that> you... <laughs> the pu-
0: puppets are, adult puppets are a thing now, apparently. I'll get this. Cartoon Puppet Horror Theater from American Mythology.
1: Yeah, I do like that cover, eight too. It's funny.
0: Yeah, the Freddy Krueger.
1: Yeah, they don't have a lot of new books and not a lot of old books. They got another Silent Night. And I think that's all I,
0: that's all I had. Night yeah, that's the all I had Dead for and that's it. They're going easy on me.
1: Antarctic, though, isn't.
0: Unlike Antarctic, yeah. i got all the usual. I got to decide if I want to get Interstellar Dust, the trade paper back. I probably won't get it because I already have the issues. Yeah.
1: I'm, I have the but then issues, I have all so the- I'm not going to get it. But I may add uh, Ninja High School because I just like all the shit they're doing.
0: <laughs> high School, 188. Man, that's up high. Yeah, that's a property I never really explored.
1: I don't know anything about it, so I might just dip my toe in if if it doesn't work for me, just not do any more.
0: Oh, I got to say, I was surprised, happily surprised in my last shipment when I saw something unexpected I'm trying to find it now so I get the name of it right. I don't
1: know if I bought that title, Something Unexpected.
0: It's called Something Unexpected. I'm
1: looking at my database and that doesn't show up.
0: It, it, shipments. It's Smartass.
1: What? It's is that the title called <laughs> Smartass? I didn't get that it's either. Called,
0: it's called Listen Smartass. Oh, it's the Punchline Special, number one. <clears throat> Because it was just solicited just as punchline special number one. When I get it, I see that it, it, it's punchline and Camilo, whatever the dude's name is. <laughs>
1: ah.
0: And I was like, whoa. The, uh, what was he like an acrobat or a magician or something?
1: <laughs> I do have that too.
0: I was happy to see he, he is making an appearance in, in it.
1: Oh, because we read him in exciting Unexcited. comics.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a weird, weird that he's crossing over with punchline. Yeah.
1: Archie has pops chocolate shop DC, or OC what of horrors?
0: OC yeah, OC horrors.
1: Chocolate shop of horrors OS.
0: Yeah. Choc- Chocolate shop of horrors. Yeah, I'll get that, of course. And I'm also going to get Betty and Veronica, friends forever, rock and roll. Is that the two ninety
1: nine? Because 299? it's done by
0: Holly. Yeah, it's the two ninety nine. It's but it's by Holly G from uh, Broadsword.
1: Well, there you go. I always get the 299 ones because they're all original material.
0: Yeah. But Holly G has done stuff for Archie before, so. Yeah. I'm excited. I like her stuff.
1: 292, I'm getting Red Zone. It's a new number one from AWA.
0: What is it called? Red, is zone? Oh, yeah, Red, Red Zone. zone. Colin <clears throat> Bunn.
1: And Mike Diodato.
0: Man, he does a lot of stuff for AWA.
1: Band of Bards has a new number one called American Dreams. About a Jewish Yeah, I don't know immigrant. if I'm going to get
0: that. But I think I'm going to get the Lycan one. The Lycan Girls' Night one shot. Because that's by the writer of Interstellar Dust.
1: Ah. Well, then About that's a must-buy. And they have a monster in Midways. I'm more interested in this American Dreams, 1900 type superhero. It mentions Harry Houdini. I love Houdini comics.
0: Yeah. Thomas Thomas Edison, Elster yeah. Crowley.
1: I'm, I'm going to be on that one for sure. And maybe Monsters and Midways. I'm, I haven't decided. It all comes down to uh, cost.
0: Yeah. But I, Chuck Satterley. <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while.
1: That's long... I remember that name from Comic Geek Speak.
0: <laughs> yeah, he used to be on Comic Geek Speak about... 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> 20 years ago. Then I'll probably get Hone of Orcs.
1: I thought orcs you didn't like. I don't like. You know, I thought you said you really hate samurai orcs.
0: I I remember saying I don't like samurai. I can't remember what I said about orcs. (laughs) What was that based on? I don't really remember anymore.
1: You said you don't like trolls. You don't like orcs. Yeah, you had listed a lot of...
0: No, that's not true. I don't like... (laughs) I like trolls and orcs. I don't like uh, golems. (laughs) And samurai. Not like golems.
1: I think I'm gonna ride a a golem samurai. <laughs> golem <comic>. samurai. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no one will buy it because no one likes those things. So it looks like Hone of Orcs is about the a war between the orcs and the elves. And I like that fantasy bullshit.
1: That I don't know if I'm going to get.
0: You're not as big a fan of the fantasy bullshit as I am.
1: Well, that's one area that I, I'm i interested in, but I'm, it's one area that could go.
0: <laughs> yeah, understood.
1: But I'll probably get pop-up.
0: For sure I'm getting pop-up. That's my man, John Clark. Love John Clark. What has he done? He did Thin and most recently he did that I can't remember what it was called, but it was the the one at the uh toy I don't know, is that it was at a store where the toys were coming to life. Oh that like was awesome. That, that
1: was uh under the Scout uh, black <laughs> oh, caravan. Yeah, that was Yeah, cool. Black
0: Friday or something like that. Yeah,
1: that's what it was, Black Friday.
0: Yeah. That was good. He was a good horror. I have faith in his stuff.
1: I'm going to try another uh, threshold uh, bag set to see if they have it. They have a Pandora Goddess 24, 25, 33, and 34. Oh,
0: from Boundless? Yeah. (coughs) Just make sure you didn't already order those issues. Yeah, that's a weird assortment of issues.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I didn't. They they're all over the place. The ones that I have ordered are higher numbered. These I are agree. these are early numbers.
0: Yeah, because that the Helena ones they have this month, I already ordered a different bank set of those issues. So you got to be careful.
1: Miss on place one shot. After consuming every animal on Earth, humanity turns to the stars, enslaving, butchering, and consuming creatures from across the galaxy. But now the food is fighting back. Or That's from CEX. Comics Experience. 306. Yeah,
0: there it is. Ah, uh, yeah, one shot. Matt Carr. We'll see about that one.
1: I'm not sure if I'd like to see food eating meat coming back and making a comeback. But I am interested in this Cullen Bun. This was a Kickstarter. Warlock. It 5, was the return.
0: And rumor has it that there's a podcast host in this issue in this book
1: who me a podcast host? A, you're, you're, named you're, me you're drawn in it
0: yeah I mean I'm in this one
1: well then I'll definitely buy it did you hear that so if you Bill if you want to see Bill Bomer <laughs> with his is assless butt chaps in Warlock 5 <laughs> you better get this issue you better lock it down.
0: And see me in one in a backup story. Yeah, that was the Kickstarter. That was one of the Kickstarter levels. Because you got, it was a you had to be in a two-page story, and you got the original art for the story.
1: Ah. And I said okay.
0: And it's Warlock Five, which is one of my favorite properties ever. I haven't. But I've yes. only
1: read one comic of Warlock Five, and I liked it. I read Warlocks, which was the other guy. But yeah, I the Barry Blair. Barry Blair.
2: Spinoffs.
1: Yeah, Barry Blair. I remember Barry Blair stuff than I've read uh, Warlock Five. But uh, the the Warlock Five that I did read was Barry Blair. <laughs> So uh yeah I I'm in, I'm interested in this Cullen bun um shot What is she seeing up What th- hey Barb She's doing that whining thing again Maybe she smells the green chili freshener. No, it can't be. She doesn't want green chili. Either that or she wants to she smells her collars and stuff and I don't know what she does. Are you going to go for these uh, comics burrow things? Uh, Beowulf and the Edge? They're new, a new company on 311. Let me find it. One's about a drug. It gives super steroid, and the other one's a 13-year-old girl learns that her cat has magic powers. I think I'm gonna pass.
0: The Edge is that what you're talking about? Oh, and Beowulf. Yeah. Uh, what did I say? I might get Beowulf because it's fantasy. And
1: I might get well. They have a cat, and I'm like, ah, uh, that I'm not.
0: Oh, you're out. You're out.
1: I'm like, y- you say samurai, and I say cats. Like,
0: I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> cat books. What is it? Thirteen-year-old girl learns that her cat has magical powers. Oh, yeah. that's when you're out. I'm out. Stop reading right uh, there.
1: The the one about super steroids is somewhat interesting, but I don't know.
0: Comicsburg. New publisher, huh?
1: Dauntless stories, Psalm for the Changed, one shot. It's on three twelve.
0: Yeah, that's possible. <clears throat> Dauntless Stories. What is up with these all these weird new publishers?
1: <clears throat> I don't know. I'm a. I haven't decided on that one yet.
0: Yeah, me neither. This is by the writer of Dandy Presents Penny Dreadfuls.
1: Do I am going to get on 315 Plan 59 from Outer Space from Dren Productions. That one I'm going to get for sure cuz it's like based on the Ed Wood film so
0: yeah. It's 50 plans later.
1: That's right.
0: I don't think I'm going to get that one.
1: I am tempted to get this After Hours magazine facsimile edition.
0: Yeah, I had to look that one up because I wasn't even sure what I—I never heard of it before. But apparently, it—it it was Warren's first magazine. Yeah. Uh, Does have Betty Page?
1: I'm gonna get it out Centerfold. of curiosity. And I like magazines to at least try. Because I, I missed a lot of magazines growing up. So when they have a facsimile one, I'm, i, I want like to at least try it.
0: And this was from 1957, so you were only seven years old when this came out.
1: I'm not. <laughs> I wasn't even born yet.
0: Oh, 65 years ago. Yeah, you'd be retired if, if, if you'd been alive. Yeah, it's tempting for sure.
1: You know what is Check tempting is this, uh, from Fanographics: nudism cause comes to Connecticut.
0: Nudism? I didn't yeah. even notice it. Man, nudism comes to Connecticut. A
1: memoir of optimism to be of nakedness and real estate scheming in the 1920s, Frank... Mallet envisioned creating a utopian communities of bohemian, whatever it is, and artistic intellectuals that are naked. So I—that's the crash bucks. of
0: 1929. His enterprises seemed doomed until he discovered a growing interest in nudism.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounds interesting.
0: It does. Yeah, I didn't notice that one. That slipped my radar. There's called
1: Tits and Clits.
0: Yeah, I did see Tits and Clits. I've heard of Tits and Clits before. Looks
1: like it's a comic strip, right?
0: It was an underground comic. I've never read it. I don't...
1: I wonder if I can find out more about this nudism comes to Connecticut. I'd sure like to see it.
0: <laughs> I'm sure you would. Naughty boy. <laughs> naughty, naughty, naughty. This is interesting. The Mickey and Donald, for whom the doorbell tolls, and other tales inspired by Hemingway. It's like Mickey meets Ernest Hemingway.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's interesting. What do I got next? Let's see here. Mm, Lost. Lost. Oh, there. Are you getting the uh, Fantaco book? Which one? I think I was going to pass on it. Oh, it must have been before Fantagraphics.
1: Oh, that's the one with the magazine I was buying. The facsimile.
0: Oh, they're bringing that out. Oh, the Dr. Corvus one. The Children of the Abyss. Fant- it's ba- I think it's based on a book. I think I was going to pass on that one.
1: I think I'm passing on it. All right,
0: Let's just pass on it.
2: Why Are you getting fresh, fresh it?
1: naked girls? Which one was that from?
0: I don't know, Goliath. It's just an art book. <laughs> it's just nudie photos.
1: <laughs> no.
0: Uh.
1: IDW. Is there anything new? I don't see anything.
0: I'm get. There's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Usagi Ojimbo book.
1: Yeah, I'll be getting that. I I get everything Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles,
0: so. I don't think there's any Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles proper this month, which is unusual.
1: Are you sure? Yeah, there is Armageddon game.
0: Oh, yeah, besides Armageddon. I'm not getting Armageddon game.
1: And the Alliance, so they have two, three books coming out.
0: I said proper. That's proper.
1: The Armageddon game is tied into the ongoing.
0: Yeah. No proper, though. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Leave Gleason, who I haven't had much luck with, has a black sheep comic. Family and honor while designed to look like pages of old. This comic robust story about a father who struggles to make visible his sacrifices to his son while keeping his family furthest from him. Looks like some kind of samurai story. It does pass. I can just pass. Scroll past that I one. think I'm going to give that one a five out of five. Just for spite. <laughs> If you ever get it, I don't know if I'm gonna get it.
0: Man, ten bucks. How big is it?
1: Mad Cave has this hunt, kill, repeat. I'm gonna be buying that. They even have some sample pages from it.
0: What page is that on? Uh, three sixty
1: four and three sixty five.
0: Oh, there it is. Oh yeah yeah yeah. This is uh. I don't know. I have to decide on this one.
1: They have another one called Don't Spit Into the Wind. (laughs) Don't step on Superman's cape and don't spit into the wind.
0: Oh, this is that, whatever his name is, Stefano Cardocelli. Cardocelli. I might get the Cardocelli one. I don't think I'm going to get the other one.
1: It looks crazy. I haven't decided, but I am getting hunt, kill, repeat. I haven't decided on don't spit into the wind. The Carmen line looks good, but I don't know because it's twenty bucks.
0: It does look good. There's a four-page preview.
1: Yeah. Nothing for me in Oni. PS art book always looks interesting, but not doing anything.
0: Yeah, they didn't have anything.
1: Opus has no new number ones for a change. That's (coughs) it. I'm pretty incredible. And. Scout. All the devils are here. That's the new number one.
0: I'll say Red 5 has a trade paperback for Lead City. I'll be getting that one. Ooh, that's really. good. I like I Led love City. Lead City. Yeah, number that was one. really
1: good. Yeah,
0: That was a 5 out of 5. I remember that being a 5 out of 5.
1: I think I'm going to get the devil. all the devils are here on 392. And Granite State Punk.
0: Yeah, I probably had to get Granite State Punk just because it has punk in the name. Yeah, I was thinking about all the devils are here as well. Joe an elderly dementia patient who becomes possessed by a demon. Oh, I like it already.
1: Yeah. I'll probably try Miracle Kingdom too. I like Scout more than you do. There's a unicorn vampire hunter
0: and I might get I'll probably get Miracle ones. Kingdom too because it's about a dude trying to bust busting a sc- scam art like a mystic scam artists yeah what'd you say?
1: I said I like Scouts, so I'll probably be trying most of these number ones.
0: Are you getting the Unicorn Vampire Hunter or We Wicked Ones? Yeah, I think so. I have to decide on those.
1: Source Point Press. I don't... Do they have anything new? Deep Dark.
0: Did you you see Scout is bringing out comic collectible card and digital comic? Yeah. That's weird. I mean, I guess it makes sense. So you get a a card that I'm guessing has something you can scan or something that you can get the digital trade. Interesting. So it's not just the digital, you also get a card. That's actually interesting because I wonder, will they sell them like in stores? Like you probably, right? So you can just buy the card and then you get the digital. Yeah. It's interesting.
1: SourcePoint Press has. Etheries and Deep Dark number one. I don't think I'm going to get the Etheries, but I probably get the Deep Dark.
0: See, what am I going to get from them? Uh, what did you say? I think I'm going to get Deep Dark. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to get that. The Etheree sounded interesting, but then it said something about poetry, so I wasn't sure if it's just poetry, going to be a lot of poetry or what.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: She, yeah, she tells her story through poetry and narration. I don't know about that.
1: I'll, pro- I'll probably t- get the uh, Curse of Clever County.
0: Yeah, that's possible for me.
1: And from Behemoth, I'm going to get Pop Scars number one.
0: Yes, I'm going to get Pop Scars number one as well. And I'm tempted by this... I gotta find what pages on now. I'm tempted to buy this Destroyer Duck Graphite Edition from Tomorrow's. I'll probably get it at some time because it's reprinting the Destroyer Duck co- comic yeah. issues. But I think it's just I think it's just Kirby pencils is what they used for the pages.
1: I have all the originals, so I'm not gonna get it.
0: Not gonna get it. Yeah. It would be interesting to see the Kirby Pencils, though.
1: The only thing I'm getting from them is uh, the back issue 143, Neil Adams' tribute. Oh, the
0: Neil Adams? Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm
1: going to get Exo-Man of War on Concord, number one. It's being resolicited.
0: Yeah, I'll <laughs> order that again. Becky Cloonan.
1: I'm going to get the Nasty just because I like the title. The Nasty from Vault.
0: Yeah, I like John Lee's, so I'll get the Nasty.
1: The Nasty.
0: And I'm going to get the Songs for the Dead one-shot. Because we like that.
1: Oh, yeah, there's a one-shot?
0: Yeah, there's a one-shot. And it's new. New one-shot.
1: Yeah, I like that. That's one of my favorites from Vault.
0: Yeah, that was a really good one. Let's
1: point out Viz Vizy 8 Entertainment has that Kevin Van Hook uh stuff, the Changelings. Even though it's number two, there's a new Shutter. There's an AstroBots from whatnot. What is this, Simon Furman?
0: It's kind of like Transformers, I think. Written by the guy who wrote a bunch of Transformers (laughs) comics.
1: I think I'm gonna try it because I, I've been reading this thing called To the Death. And it's Simon Furman, and I like it.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm going to get the number one of this. I think it could be pretty good. Especially if it's like Transformers, but like like more realistic, you know? Yeah. And perhaps more adult. Based on an all-new toy line. And I think they show the toy. Yeah, they show the toy in here.
1: Are you going to get anything from Xenoscope?
0: I don't know if I had any Xenoscope this month. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get the Pat Shand, Van Helsing. That's all I had. They're continuing a lot of their stuff, though.
1: yeah. You're not getting Phoenix Files? That it. was the three issue.
0: No, I passed on that one.
1: <clears throat> I think that's it.
0: That's it? I that didn't have any... for
1: previews. I didn't have any
0: anime or manga, I should say. That's it.
1: All right. Well, we can... Wrap this bad boy up, then. And I can go watch my Buffalo Bills play the Dolphins. Ah. Yeah, that was a good catch. Is that catch. on right now? Yeah. Bills so just scored Barb a is... touchdown. So Barb is... <clears throat> yeah, she's giving me a play-by-play. Ah. Excited about in the background? Well, her team's the Chiefs, and they have a bye week. So, I don't know if she's rooting for my team, because... She's rooting for the Chiefs, so I, I would think she's rooting for whoever thinks she thinks the Chiefs could beat.
0: That's the way to go.
1: Yeah. So uh you can reach Bill at DBM zero zero. Make sure to check out Warlock Five, the trade paperback, and this week's previews to see him and his buttless C. chaps In comic book form. And buttless chaps. So Make sure if you're in the nerdy legion listening to this, (laughs) that you get that book because how often can you see bill and assless chaps? Yes. In a warlock five comic, no less.
0: Asterix. There may or may not be buttless chaps in this issue.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's fully nude (laughs) front and back. If you, if you buy the special edition,
0: yeah, that's the. Uh, I think that was a Kickstarter Kickstarter exclusive. You
1: version. could get a metal bookmark with his dingling on it.
0: <laughs> That'd be funny because you had to like send in photos for them to, you know.
1: Yeah, it's the draw.
0: drawing on. I should just send like a full nude.
1: <laughs> so uh, here yeah. you go.
2: They're going to uh, be fun.
1: like at DCBS, why do all these people have orders in for the Warlock 5 trade paperback? <laughs> it's like, we have as much orders for this as we have the can of farts way back in the day. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> why is, what order is this? So you can reach Bill at dbm00, me at Mike Myers Brunch on Twitter. You can find us mm-hmm. at Gig Brunch Podcast.com and the Facebook page is Geek Brunch Podcast. Click the like button, follow all the episode threads there. Uh, Emails are mike at comicbooknoise.com and bill at comicbooknoise.com. Please send emails. I'm paying a lot of money for it, so send us emails. (laughs) (coughs) Yeah, send us something. All right, well, uh, I think we could wrap up and I go watch football and root for my team, and Bill could go. On the trampoline. Trampoline? Yeah, aren't you going to go jump on the trampoline?
0: I was working on my backflip. There you go. Because your your,
1: your back is uh, like really good shape.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's good for my back to be compressed like that over and over again. (laughs) It's great for the spine.
1: Where you learned last episode that Bill's back injury originated from him combing his hair, his long hair. <laughs> I was, that was drying my down, hair. He was drying, drying his hair. hair when his hair was in his like rocker stage. It would go down to his ass. And he was drying this lengthy, <laughs> drying his hair, and he pulled his yeah. back out. And it's never been good since.
0: <laughs> it's a sports injury.
1: Yeah, drying his hair. Drying his <laughs> hair. <laughs> Where were you headed that you had to dry your hair?
0: I don't remember. I, well, I uh, typically
1: dry my hair. <laughs> With a towel. Maybe it's this that she's smelling. I'm putting it away.
0: The groceries.
1: No. This is, there's nothing food on there, but she's going nuts. Mm. All right, well, we'll see you in two weeks. We only have three books, so tell me what else to get.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I'll let you know. Well, one of them's a trade, though, so.
1: One of them's meaty. Um, I drive a question, <clears throat> And then... Uh, you know what I'd like to add, too, if you got it, is the new Batman hmm. by Silvestri, number one. I forget what that one's called.
0: All right, if I got it, I will.
1: By Silvestri. It's like Batman Joker or something like that. Deadly Duo or something.
0: I don't know if I got that. If I did, I will read it. <laughs>
1: If I find what the title is, I'll send it to you. I'm pretty sure you did. Why wouldn't you get a Mark Silvestri, John Batman?
0: Oh, I think I got that. All I right. I received, have I received it?
1: You should have gotten it. <clears throat> They're already okay. on issue two or three now.
0: If I can find it, I will read it. All right. We'll if, I talk- mean, if I got it, I will read it.
1: We'll talk to you soon. Take care. All right. Enjoy your football. I will.
0: Bah. or as they call it in europe soccer soccer <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> bye
2: see ya